2: Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Good to be with you on the final day of 2021. Richard Cross and Brian Haydad. I got Will East hanging around here somewhere. Michael Borky <laughs> has been on vacation all week long. Apparently, Mike Leach on the line with us as well. Go ahead and clear your throat, coach. I- I'm here. Oh, good to know. Good to- You're not going to die, are you? You've been called. Well,
3: eventually, it a we all are. You yeah, know, uh, uh, people ask me that, and I'm like, uh, you know. I go the uh, the Frank Costello route, you know, if somebody says I'm on the way out. We all are. Actually. All
2: of us at some point are going to ease into the great beyond. We are, yeah. we are glad to be with you. What a fun year it's been. I will uh, remind you that uh, normally you can connect with us on the C Spire text line. And we'll tell you what's going on at c Spire, but I'm not going to give you the number right now because it would be a bit of a fruitless exercise for uh, for you to text it. So here, here's what's coming up this afternoon. Uh, all of this is prerecorded. Some of it is best of. Some of it is interviews from earlier this week. Uh, a little bit of a preview of the Sugar Bowl that is uh, coming up tomorrow. Uh, obviously, we've got uh, semifinal games coming up. Hey Dad and I are going to talk about those. Uh, but we are recording this on, is it okay to say this, December 29th, so so Wednesday, I guess I just said it, uh, okay. recording it on Wednesday. Hope nothing happens. And if it does, we have given you fair warning, but exactly. won't do any good for you to text us on the ceasefire text line. I will, however, remind you that it's time to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited Only from prepaid by C Spire. Get unlimited on C Spire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay. No credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at cspire.com slash prepaid. We are glad to be hanging out with you this afternoon on New Year's Eve, on Sugar Bowl Eve, and on the day of the college football playoff semifinals. Hey, Dad, uh, do you and your family and friends have anything that is uh, like an annual deal that you do on New Year's Eve? I'm going to tell you what it is. What I don't want from you here is isn't that
3: every day? I swear to God, Richard, I don't want to hear that. Okay, all right. We do a junk food night on New Year's Eve. Oh, I wouldn't have said you, that.
2: Like if you had said we have a FIFA tournament, I would have been like, isn't that every day? Well, I thought you were going to be like, don't you eat crap every day, hey Dad? So I don't do that well, to you.
3: I'm just saying that's what I want to come. Will to East me. does that to but, you. Well, he's a terrible person. Uh, so it started when my wife uh, was pregnant with our first daughter mm-hmm. um, because all our friends had a big New Year's Eve thing, and she couldn't go. She couldn't drink. She didn't want to go. So we just stayed home. I was like, why don't we just stay home? You're pregnant. Let's go to the grocery store. Get whatever you want to eat. I No judgment about anything. And, and And it just sort of went from there. So now, like the kids will get like a cake to eat for dinner and it'll be a bunch of sweets. And we, we just tell them like, you get three choices. We don't, you can pick whatever you want. Okay. And, and that's how it goes. So,
2: so does like, does pizza qualify as junk food or is that, it can be whatever you want. If you want to eat a salad, you know, go ahead, but you can get
3: pizza. I normally get like something to make like a big sandwich or I'll get some pizza or something like that. I normally do like two savory things and then a sweet thing, and my kids they go all sweets, all sweets. So, yeah, I mean they they will literally go buy one of those little grocery store cakes and it and they'll split that for dinner or something like that. I'm not saying they eat the whole cake. Oh, I was but, gonna say the okay. entire.
2: That that sounds miserable. Like
3: yeah, even that, that, that would be too much. But like, they'll eat a they'll be they'll both eat a big slice of cake for dinner on on New Year's Eve.
2: Even if no boundaries are in place, sometimes some personal boundaries are good because you're <laughs> exactly. like, you know what. I don't want to feel like crap tomorrow. If they tried to eat a whole cake, I might say like, "Okay, I got to
3: step in at this point." Yeah, you know, it's like it's just you don't want to look like this guy, do you? Come on, I need be, to be, be the
2: adult in the room. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry to disappoint you. Okay, that's uh, that's good. Uh, have you ever done the big New Year's Eve party? Kind of get dressed up, go stay till midnight with a bunch of other people, and uh, the whole deal. No, uh, I've
3: done. You know. I've done the thing where I've you know stayed up till midnight, but as far as like getting on a tux or putting on a suit or anything like that, no. The closest I can ever remember to that is I did a New Year's Eve in uh, New Orleans, yeah, and I think I, I may have worn like a sports coat and and a polo, but that was about it. And funny enough, that was the New Year's Eve where State was playing in the snowball, uh, a few you know, hundred miles north of me in Shreveport. I was in New Orleans uh, for that weekend. And I remember walking in. I forget where we went to watch the game. We walk in and we're like, hey, can we watch the Mississippi State game? Yeah, it's on that TV right there. And we're like, no, the Mississippi State game. I don't know what northern football game you have on this television here. (laughs) We want to watch Mississippi State. No, that's happening right there. And we looked and we're like, oh, my God. yeah, That's happening in Shreveport? It's like 70 degrees down here in New Orleans. What's going on? Is that a game
2: that you regret not being there in person for?
3: Yes and no. Uh, obviously, if I could, if you could have just, like, teleported me into the game and I could have been there for a few hours in the snow and enjoyed it and, and everything that happened in that game, yeah, that would have been fantastic. But there are so many stories of people who lived in Jackson taking 10, 12. You know, some people slept in their cars along oh. I-20 because the roads were so bad. I, don't, I wouldn't want any part of this that. This was
2: trying to come home after the game.
3: Yeah, trying to come home. It was just a nightmare. So I wouldn't want any part of that. If you told me I could have had like a hotel room, stay in Shreveport the night, maybe you maybe you'd get me into it.
2: So you had a bunch of people that were trying to drive home. Yeah, I guess it's really not that far from Shreveport to Jackson or Vicksburg. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, you know, you think about that game, like it's you're thinking, okay, it'll be over around 9 and I can I can be home. You know, it'd be a little late, but not that bad.
2: And nobody expected to, you know, get caught in a blizzard. Yeah. What's the um, what Mississippi State event were you not there for in person that you would give anything to have been there seeing it live? I'm just putting it on a tee for you, man. This this is a real question. Last day. Uh, Yeah, I I would have liked to have been
3: there in Omaha when they won the national
2: championship. Okay, let's take the winning the national championship piece out of the equation Um, because you were incredibly negative. You 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 were convinced they were gonna blow it, that it wasn't gonna happen, that it wasn't gonna work out. So I'm not even sure you should deserve to to let that be one of your choices. Because you didn't if I believe you say
3: this because it was a loss. You didn't believe. Well, no, not that game. I, w- I would have liked to have been at the SEC championship game. Oh yeah, that's a that, good one. That moment where Kevin Prentice takes the punt into Ooh. the end zone and you're thinking, This is gonna happen. State's going to win, and Mm -hmm. I I know it would have. It was a a hard way to lose. That would probably be be one. I wasn't at the Final Four game. Uh, I went to the uh, the Elite Eight game in Lexington, Um, but I didn't go to the Final Four game in New York. My student ID did, but I didn't. Um, (laughs) So that's another loss, though. Um, I'm trying to think: Is there like a, a, a win that I didn't that I didn't? I wasn't at the game in in fourteen down in Baton Rouge. I would like to have been at that game to watch them just dominate LSU for. 14. When
2: Dak went crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to have been at that game. Was that the official coming out party for him?
3: You know, I, and I talked about this on the podcast. I think the official coming out party for Dak was the year before against uh, Rice in the in the in the bowl game. He just was dominant that day. And after that game, you had people like Jesse Palmer. I remember very specifically saying. That's a guy who next year could get some dark horse Heisman votes.
4: Yeah. Uh,
2: you, so, you, you know the I mean, event for me? That yeah, but like, what's the Ole Miss event? Yeah, I, I had to think for a second because I haven't missed many, <laughs> really because of, of work, I haven't missed many big moments in football in the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. It's the Super Regional in Lafayette. I did not yeah. go. And I I wasn't working with baseball on the radio to the point that I would fill in some for David. And I did a bunch of, you know, SEC Network Plus games and some TV stuff. But once it gets into postseason, that's kind of over. And it's not like anybody's traveling you. And I knew tickets were a little hard to come by. But here's the reason I'm, I'm mad at myself. Hey, Dad. I have never in my life let not having tickets be a reason for not going to an event. Oh yeah! I, I once went when well, I was tickets. Yeah, I once went when I was in college to Monday night football in Nashville, Titans Jaguars. Back when that was a rivalry and the Jaguars were good, with no ticket and twenty seven dollars cash. Did you get in? Absolutely, I got in. There you go. Absolutely, I got in. And I have so, a great
3: story about going to a sporting event without tickets. I don't know if we have time in this segment, but...
2: No, we may not in this segment, but we will circle back to that. We're just kind of having some fun with you on uh, on New Year's Eve, final show of the year. But the thing is, I've never Ooh. let that be a deterrent. But for some reason, I was like, nah, I don't know. I mean, kind of a long drive. And if they don't win, i probably regret going. But I don't have a ticket. Not sure how I'll get it. Like, I did all of this in my head... And somehow convince myself, you know what, don't drive four and a half hours to Lafayette, Louisiana to see if Ole Miss can punch its ticket to Omaha. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to have a redo on that. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. That's normally where you can watch as well. We're glad to be with you on the final edition of this show
1: for 2021. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com.
5: Ever feel like making an appointment with your doctor takes a lot of time,
2: only to feel rushed through the actual appointment? Avoid the hassle at Capital Ortho, where our board-certified, fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons are waiting to treat you Immediately with one-on-one professional and personal patient care, both you and your time matter to the staff at Capital Ortho. To schedule your same-day appointment,
6: call 601-987-8200 or visit
7: capitalortho.com.
8: Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events.
9: Now is the perfect time to do something new. Try a new color, entertain in style, elevate your comfort. New Year's savings have started at Miss Kelly's and right now you can
1: save up to $300 plus get 60 months financing with no money down. Visit us online to check out what's in stock and ready for you. Trying something
0: new never sounded so good. Going on now at all Miss Kelly's locations. This New Year's Eve broadcast on Super Talk Mississippi is brought to you by Tico Steakhouse. Make your reservations to come see us soon. East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Tico Steakhouse wishes you a safe and happy new
10: year.
4: If you're tired of big cable bills, you can get Newsmax TV for free. Millions are watching Newsmax, available now on major cable systems or for free on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and Vizio. Find it streaming on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, TiVo, Apple TV, and more. 7 million Americans have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. It takes just seconds. Then watch us anytime, anywhere. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. Find out why. Start watching today.
1: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: This show was previously recorded. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. It doesn't
11: get any better than this.
0: On Super Talk
1: Mississippi.
2: Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. You want to be a part of the conversation? You may do so on the C-Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Visiting with Brett Norsworthy. All of our guests appear on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. We were talking Liberty Bowl and kind of the history of that game with, uh, with Brett Norsworthy. Uh, our buddy Mike, who you have met, Brett, uh, he, he's the guy that, uh, that brought us the, um, the sliders before one of the football oh, yeah. games this year, yes, says sir. that uh, for the longest time the Liberty Bowl was the farthest north contested bowl game, northernmost bowl game. Is that right? Yeah, that,
12: that is right. And then the Garden State Bowl came along late 70s, early 80s, didn't have a long shelf like Tennessee once played in, in, in that. But, yeah, we, we, we were the cold-weather game for a long time. Several years ago, Iowa State brought the whole state of Iowa. Down with them, and it was about forty-two at kickoff. You know that, That's pretty cold to me. You know how cold natured I am, Richard. Mm-hmm. And those people—that—that that, they really thought they were in the Sunshine South. They really did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess a little bit different than a uh, little bit different than Ames. Let's switch gears from the Liberty Bowl to uh, another bowl game that has its share of history. And I know one that is a college football fan in the southeastern part of the United States. You grew up absolutely adoring. And this has nothing even with, to do with Ole Miss playing in the game this year, the Sugar Bowl.
12: Yeah, it, it, it's just so special. It, it was the destination bowl. It was the goal for for so many teams with a, a, a southern proclivity, and, and, and it, this be the third time I've been able to go to the game. Be the second one I uh, proudly with with Ole Miss, like we did uh, for New Year's Day, twenty sixteen. But also went to the to the Alabama Miami game, the Big Gene Stallings upset of of the mighty U and. And I, I, I had the same feeling when I went back with Ole Miss uh, against Oklahoma State. I'll have the same feeling uh, next Saturday night when we go into the dome of of you know this is what this is what ten year old Brett really wanted to be a part of. This is this is what he wanted to do. This is where he wanted to be. And Richard, I know you've talked about, it and you make a great case for it. The Superdome as an American sports cathedral. It's not that old. Opened in '75. So do the math. You know, 46 years old. But it, pound for pound, quite literally, with some great boxing matches, it has hosted everything. And you, I, I know on our pregame we'll we'll have some conversation about it. We even had Joe Paterno do, doing the nominating speech for Vice President George Bush at the 88th uh, National Convention. It, it has hosted everything. And every fan base in, in the South, whether it's football or basketball, and even baseball, can point to a great time in New Orleans but but the best times right? at the Sugar Bowl. The Mississippi State fans had a really good time there in 1996 when Dante Jones got on that smoking hot run he got on that carried them all the way to a Final Four. They won the SEC basketball tournament that weekend in New Orleans.
2: And, and that's funny when you when you said because when the Sugar Bowl first was played, it was being played at the at Old Tulane Stadium. It was an outdoor event, but it obviously made the move to the to the Superdome. And you're right, we've talked about it before. I mean, I think it's I don't have the number in front of me. I think it's five Super Bowls the NCAA Final Four National Championship game, the SEC Basketball Tournament, boxing matches that you've talked about, obviously the home for the Saints. There used to be a great college baseball tournament, the Winn-Dixie Showdown, where you would have three teams from Louisiana and three from Mississippi. They'd kind of rotate year to year. Um, I mean, concerts, et cetera, et cetera. The list is long and distinguished for uh, great events that the, the Superdome has hosted.
12: The the St. Louis Cardinals even for one year had their triple A baseball team playing there. I think it was the second year of the dome, the season of nineteen seventy six, and every Cardinals left hander that came through, which to this day still everybody gets compared to Steve Carlton. Well they had one that was Can't Miss a guy named Pete Falcone. He missed. He missed badly. But he was he was labeled <laughs> as can't miss, but the general manager, the Cardinals, got mad at him in St. Louis because he was partying too much, he said, I'll show him. I'll send him to AAA. Will he send him to New Orleans?
2: <laughs> Perhaps not the uh, not the desired result. Uh, yeah. I know you've done your homework. When uh, when you look at this matchup between Ole Miss and Baylor coming up on uh, on New Year's night, feels like when you're talking about Baylor, you start with defense because that's what Dave Aranda's pedigree is. It's been a heck of a year, and really... A lot of similarity for these two programs in that two years ago, sorry for using this phrasing, but they were both kind of dumpster fires two years ago. And now you look up and they're both sitting on ten wins and playing in the Sugar Bowl and perhaps a top, what, five, top eight finish in the final rankings.
12: Yeah, it only played once way back on opening day of 75. And, and now to play Baylor, was it was supposed to be this matchup in Dave Aranda and Lane Kiffin's first game at at both places, supposed to be in Houston last year. We know COVID got us, and we went SEC schedule only. And it's one of the classic pregame setups. You know I love it when it's the something's got to give, that Dave Aranda defense, that's his forte, against Lane Kiffin, one of the great offensive coaches in in college football. And, And Baylor also with a really good offense. And now not one, but two quarterbacks. And, and I, I know one well. I saw one in high school from Earl, Arkansas, Gary Bohanning. But the, the backup played played so well down the stretch and in the Big 12 championship game. So this game's going to provide a, a, a lot of fun. And for one of these teams, it will be the real boost for them to maybe start next year at worst top 15. But first things first is the game this year, and it's a, a, a great matchup with, SC, with, with the SEC rep, Ole Miss against the champion of the Big 12. You know, the last time Ole Miss went, played a Big 12 team, but Oklahoma State was not the champ. This time, it's against an 11-win team that's the proud champion of the Big 12.
2: You know, Brett, I I think, uh, visiting with Brett Norsworthy from Sports 56, WHBQ, works with the Ole Miss Radio Network, my pre- and post-game show partner on the the Ole Miss football broadcasts. I I think because we are prisoners of the moment, and I'll raise my own hand, we, we lose sight. Of some of the history of college football and the 1960s, the late 50s into the late 60s was an incredible time for college football. That was the time when Jake Gibbs played at Ole Miss, and he is going to be inducted into the Sugar Bowl Hall of Fame this go around. Do, do you kind of, and, and I know you're better than most in terms of kind of recognizing those that came before we could watch every single game on television, where does Jake Gibbs kind of fall in that pantheon of, of great players from the late 50s into the late 60s, early 70s?
12: Well, he's right up there because what, what he did on two fields to play, though, along with Donnie Kessner, the only Ole Miss players to ever be all American in two different sports. For Donnie Kessner, it was basketball and, and, and baseball but for the great Jake Gibbs it was football and it was baseball and and where, where he finished in the Heisman Trophy running that year and for an old Miss quarterback kind of Eli Manning accepted if you really want to in, enter that that gall- g- gallery of stars you almost have to come through a, a, a sugar bowl Bobby Franklin Jake Gibbs of course what Archie Manning did in the New Year's Day of 70 game after the 69 season. And even in, in 2015, what Chad Kelly, how he played in that game and how he played over his years at Ole Miss. So so we, we have that opportunity with Matt Corral to lead, to lead Ole Miss and for him to enter in to really that litany of, of, of superstar Ole Miss quarterbacks. But it's going to be a, quite a challenge. Uh, Baylor to, to be going for 12 wins. I mean, we know how proud at Ole Miss to have that 10-win regular season to be going for a 12-win season at Baylor, and especially with everything that they had gone through. And you're right. I don't think it was it, it, it was over the top at all. Both of these programs had been left on the ash heap of college football, left left and forgotten. And the the survivor story for both of them, really Matt Rule launching it at Baylor and Dave Aranda taking it to another level. But for what Coach Lane Kiffin has done at Ole Miss over two years is just remarkable.
2: All right. Last thing for you. You've uh, you've been working on the Ole Miss broadcast for uh, for over a decade now. I want your favorite Ole Miss bowl game memory, and taking Ole Miss out of the equation, your favorite college football bowl memory. We got about two minutes left.
12: Well, we'll be finishing fourteen years. So very proud of uh, of the association with Ole Miss, and so many people at Telesouth, right there where you guys are, to thank for that. And I never will forget them, and you know that. Oh, for, for Ole Miss, the favorite one, and we're going to hear the highlight. And it went down as a rush. Everybody thought it was a pass, but it was the play to Laramie tonsil right before the half and really kind of his last play because they took him out. said he didn't want him hurt in the second half uh, for that. And, and then in general for a bowl game, the co- Coach Barrett Bryant being in his last game, but for me to be at a Rose Bowl game and it be a national semifinal game a few That's years right. ago with Baker Mayfield as the Heisman Trophy winner, Against Georgia and for Georgia to win it an overtime, only overtime game ever in Rose Bowl history, highest scoring Rose Bowl game ever, and I thought Georgia was going to win it all that next, that next week until Tua stepped up.
2: And you know, Brett, the the thing is, because it was a national championship game, the Texas USC game is generally considered to be the best Rose Bowl that's ever been played, but that Oklahoma Georgia game's got to be a close second.
12: Yeah, it, it, it's going to it's going to stand the test of time. It was. It was some atmosphere in both, both fan bases. I love being around both fan bases. I think they're very respectful, a lot of fun. Wore an old Miss shirt that day and a nice youngster who I think had had a good time on New Year's Eve was kind of giving me that look. And he finally, he finally popped off and said, what, you here to see a winner? I said, let me remind you, we beat both of you the last time we
2: played you. <laughs> Brent, really appreciate your time. Always good to visit. Wish we could do this more often. Merry Christmas. I'll see you soon. Thank you, guys.
12: Merry Christmas. Thank you, Richard.
2: Brett Norsworthy joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. We'll be right back.
10: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 79. New Year's Eve, a 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 69. New Year's Day, 90% chance of rain and breezy, high near 80 degrees. And for your Sunday, sunny skies with rain and snow in the forecast, high only to 42.
15: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. COVID transmission levels are high to substantial across the entire state, according to state epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers.
16: When we look at the deaths, however, uh, the majority of deaths are still occurring in people uh, 65 and older and in people 50 to 64. Um, these are the most vulnerable people. This is where the, the real impact is, and we need to make sure that we, we keep those folks protected.
15: 67% of new infections are now due to the Omicron variant. The Build Back Better bill took a hit when Democratic Senator Joe Manchin said he wouldn't support it. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith expects it to come up again when the Senate returns to Washington Monday.
7: It started out 3.5 trillion, the House passed to 2.2. That is insane. Their tax and spending spree is putting Americans underwater. I'm Kelly Bennett.
0: This show was previously recorded.
14: Check this out.
0: Sports Talk, Mississippi. Super Talk, Mississippi.
2: Back with you on Sports Talk, Mississippi. Supertalk.fm, streaming there and also at supertalktv.com. Glad to be with you. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Will Easton for Michael Borky. And now on the Farm Bureau phone line, Ole Miss Athletics Director Keith Carter. Keith, I think the last time we visited, we were at Life Dental in Oxford and uh, you were talking to us about what you were trying to do to uh, secure Lane Kiffin's services for years to come. Got a lot of water under the bridge since that conversation. How are you?
18: Doing well, doing well, Richard. Just headed uh, headed south to New Orleans, ready for the Sugar Bowl.
2: A lot of excitement surrounding this game, and yet because of the landscape of college football right now, with people dealing with COVID once again, there are folks that have, have been a little bit nervous. Are, are all signs pointing to a football game late on Saturday night?
18: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think um, you know we had a few little COVID. You know, issues as our as our guys were heading into their Christmas break and uh, got everybody home, and um, you know decided to pivot a little bit. They were they were supposed to fly into New Orleans and uh, you know from their from their homes, and we decided to bring them back to Oxford and have them uh, in our home environment practice for a few days in Oxford, and then they're actually uh, leaving out of Tupelo here shortly to to head down to New Orleans. But uh, you know, I think we're in good shape. You know, since they've been back, really uh, nothing on the COVID front. So uh, hopefully, we're ready to roll Saturday night.
2: Keith, there's been a lot made about the fact that nobody on this team has said, you know what, I'm going to opt out of the bowl game. And I think part of that's because it's the, sugar, it's the Sugar Bowl, but it feels like a lot of that is a reflection of the leadership of Matt Corral, who kind of came out, I mean, immediately after the Egg Bowl and said, I'm healthy and I'm playing in that game. What's your take on kind of the, the decision process to play or not play in a bowl game and Maybe just the idea that Matt Corral kind of led that this year.
18: Yeah, you know, I think, you you know, if you look around the country, you you see some opt-outs, and obviously, you know, I don't think you're seeing as many this year as you did last year with, with you know, COVID being a little more prevalent. But, uh, you know, I think that's every player's choice. But, you know, to your point, I, I think when a guy like Matt Corral steps up and, and says, hey, I'm going to play, you know, I, I want to finish what I've started and, um, you know, I want to be with my brothers and my teammates and, uh, you know, finish off this season the right way. I mean, I think that just goes goes a long way, and you know, it, it speaks to his character. It speaks to who he is as a as a player, as a as a competitor, and, and as a person. And uh, you know, some some comments from Sam Williams and others this week just you know show how much that this team means to each other. And um, you know, I think they feel like that this this reward of, of playing in the Sugar Bowl is something that they they all want to do together and, and finish it the right way. So I'm I'm proud of our guys and. Um, you know, if you think about everything they've been through, you know, with COVID and, and just so many different things, to to have this opportunity and, and play one one last time together, it's pretty
12: cool.
2: Feels like Saturday night. If you're on the field, you're going to look up and you're going to see a lot of red and blue in the stands. Talk to me about the the whole ticket allocation process. How many requests did you guys have? What is your anticipation in terms of numbers of Ole Miss fans when this thing kicks off on Saturday night?
18: Well, we, we started out, um, our original allotment was 15,500 tickets. Um, we, we sold that right away, you know, very quickly in the first couple of days, and, and we were able to secure about 3,000 more tickets. So, you know, eighteen five. We ended up t- having about 24,000 ticket requests. So uh, we unfortunately had to tell some people, you know, infor- we can't get you tickets. you got go to go to another marketplace. But, um, you know, I think it's going to be huge. I, I have heard of a few people that are – they're deciding not to come with with some of the COVID stuff popping back up, but um, I feel like there's going to be a huge uh, you know Rebel Rebel Nation contingency there, and uh, should be a lot of fun. We we love our Sugar Bowl in, in
2: Oxford, that's for sure. Is is there any way to guess? I mean, do do you think it's thirty five thousand? Do you think it's 40, 45,000 or is that one of those deals where you just got to wait and see, and you never really know how many are actually there?
18: Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of a wait and see thing. But I, you know, Richard, I, I think for sure you're looking at you know probably thirty thirty five thousand there, and, and obviously just depending on what the secondary market looks like, with some of the uh, you know the sponsors and, and those type of things. But uh, it's going to be a huge crowd, and, and I, I do think that it's going to be a lot more than we had there, you know, for two, in two thousand sixteen, which was an incredible crowd, you know, that night as well.
2: All right. So the last time we talked with you, I, I think your words were worst kept secret in. You know, the Ole Miss family is the the capital campaign, and you've got uh, a big deal coming up on on New Year's Eve in New Orleans. You've kind of said all along that the target for announcing the uh, the upcoming capital game uh, capital campaign would be around the bowl game. So, what can you tell us before you unfic- uh, officially unveil that?
18: Well, we we do. We got a, a big event on on uh, New Year's Eve, um, along with the other you know fifty events going on in, in New Orleans as well. But uh, you know we're we're excited about it. It's uh, you know something that that our team in the Athletics Foundation and, and many many others have, have worked extremely hard on uh, to to get all you know, the logistics and all the kind of pre planning done. You know for the campaign for this event, uh, we've got some really cool renderings and videos and those type of things that we'll show. Uh, you know, at that event and, uh, you know, expecting a, a really big crowd. So, uh, you know, the, the number that we're going to end up uh, trying to raise is $350 million. So it's an aggressive and ambitious campaign, uh, you know, bigger than anything we've ever done at Ole Miss before uh, in athletics. But uh, we're excited about it. And, you know, just some of the initial conversations and quiet phase conversations we've had with donors, you know, makes us uh, get excited about it for sure.
2: How do you raise $350 million?
18: Uh, just a, a lot of work, Richard. You know, I mean, we, we've, got, uh, we've got a lot of people that, you know, are, are going to step up. You know, Rebel Nation has, has traditionally been just fantastic at, at always stepping up to the plate and, and helping, us, you know, build facilities and do the things we need to do to, you know, give our student athletes and coaches the resources they need to be successful. And, um, you know, again, we, we, we finished out a $200 million campaign about a year ago. And uh, you know now 350 uh, again, very aggressive, very ambitious. But uh, we feel good about where we're going, and, and the the projects uh, are fantastic. And you know, it really, it touches you know most of our our sport programs and, and football with a heavy emphasis. So uh, excited about that.
2: So for anybody that's ever gone through a construction project, if you only go ten or fifteen or twenty percent over budget. You've really probably done well. It feels like it always costs more than you think it's going to cost. So when you say a three hundred fifty million dollar campaign, do you think you can actually do everything you want to do for three hundred fifty million, or does that is that something that ends up being, I don't know, three years from now, four hundred million?
18: Yeah, you know, it very well could be because I mean, if we if we had done some of these estimates even a couple of years ago, before construction prices and, and those type of things you know went up, the number would have been you know much less. So. Uh, we, we have some of that uh, wiggle room that's kind of built into the number. But, uh, you know, we, we're going to try to hire great architects and great general contractors and, and, and do this thing as efficiently as possible. But, uh, you know, we always want to be great stewards of, of our donors' gifts, and, uh, you know, we'll do the best we can. But you know, some of this stuff is just unknown, you know, until you get into it and uh, see where construction costs go and those type of things, uh, you know, we won't know until until we get there.
2: You know, the good news is construction costs almost always go down, they don't really continue to go up.
18: Yeah, uh, well, I'm not sure what world you're living in, uh, but uh, no, it, it's one of those again. You know, the, the timing of this is, is a little unfortunate from that standpoint, and you yeah. know, from some of the construction folks I've talked to, uh, not sure those prices are going back down anytime soon.
2: No, no, probably not. So, Manning Center starts immediately. You've told us that previously. What kind of a timeline are you looking for for the stadium stuff?
18: Well, you know, the, the, the stadium uh, will actually, and, and I've said it this way before, it'll kind of run a parallel path to really the other projects within the campaign. You know, obviously it's such a huge, a huge animal, um, you know, a huge project there that we're going to have uh, basically someone working on it full time, and then we'll have, you know, the other part of the campaign going on as well. So uh, a lot of that stuff will, you know, we're going to uh, be out to the street to hire an architect for the stadium, uh, you know, very, in very short order. Uh, but we'll be working on that, you know, along the same path as we are the other projects. Uh, just knowing that, you know, it's a it's a big, uh, big and huge project.
2: Are you happy to no longer be negotiating a uh, a new contract for head coach?
18: I am, I am. That uh, that took a lot of time, a lot of lot of effort, really on both sides. You know, I mean, and it was a good process. And you know, obviously, we're very happy to have Lane, you know, locked in and. Um, and and now you know thinking about the future and uh, you know that's part of what we do and uh, you know ads and and athletic departments are, are judged a lot on on coaches and hires and and making sure that you can do those things and give you know give those coaches the resources they need but uh, yes glad that that one's signed filled, and delivered and uh, and ready to talk about the future for sure
2: all right last thing for you when this game kicks off at seven forty five or eight o'clock on uh, on Saturday night how do you Are you able to turn off being an AD and just turn into a fan? Is that a healthy thing to do? What what do you approach, or how do you approach game day?
18: You know, Richard, whether it's a a neutral site or a road game, you know, those those are the easier ones for the AD because when you're at home, you know, those seven home games, I mean, anything can go wrong. You're you're getting tweets, you're getting texts, you know, you've got to handle those situations. So, you know, this one, this one will be fun. And you know, once we get you know finished with the campaign event and all the you know the events that we have to do and those type of things and actually get into the stadium uh you know start watching the game i will absolutely become a fan and uh you know root for our guys like crazy and 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 hopefully we can pull it off but uh should be a lot of fun and just so happy for our for our kids you know they work so hard and uh they deserve it and 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 our fans too so it's going to be a lot of fun
2: keith thanks as always for your time happy new year
18: thanks richard talk soon my man
2: Keith Carter, Athletics Director at Ole Miss, getting set for the Sugar Bowl on Saturday night in New Orleans. He joined us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. We'll be right back.
5: My name is Larry Warren, Warren & Warren Asphalt Paving. Larry, we've seen new asphalt companies coming
9: into the area. What's the difference between them and what Warren & Warren
5: offers? Well, first of all, Warren & Warren will be here with you now and after the job is done. These other people, you don't know where their home office is. They're from out of town. Do they have a tax ID number? Do they pay taxes in the state of Mississippi? That's the biggest problem. Do they have anything with the Better Business Bureau? You look into it a little further, you may find out that they're not even listed with the Better Business Bureau. Business Bureau. Everybody is different. If a person beats us on a bid, most of the time, it's because you're not comparing apples to apples. They're not doing the exact same thing that we're doing. And we stand behind our work, and we're going to be here. And we do all kinds of work. Anything from a patch job to a million-dollar job doesn't make any difference. People can call me at any time. They can call my telephone number, 601-270-4637, or my office number, 601-736-1203. We still do not do highway work, and never will.
14: I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll off dumpsters. When you got to go, please call Gotta Go 601 879 3969.
20: Nothing says a fresh start like a new year. In 2022, Blinds.com wants to give you a brand new view. Save up to 40% site-wide with our Blinds.com Big Year End Blowout. Custom window treatments are a minor home improvement with a major impact. Blinds.com makes the entire process easy. And right now, it's more affordable than ever with huge savings on premium blinds, stylish shades, and more. All backed by our 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to Blinds.com now and save up to 40% during our Big Year End Blowout. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
21: Join Middays with Gerard Gibbert live from MEC's Capital Day on Thursday, January 6th at our new location, the Mississippi Trademark. MEC Capital Day will feature legislative updates from statewide elected officials, legislators, and business leaders, and will provide attendees a special preview of what they can expect during the 2022 legislative session. To register, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. Register today.
22: comes to your business it solutions smarter is better meet the authority from cspire our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes taking on their toughest it challenges while finding new opportunities Connectivity, data security, cloud services—you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. CSpire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit cspire.com/business.
23: Dialing here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three.
0: This show was previously recorded.
2: Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We remind you that Sports Talk is brought to you in part every day by M Trade Park in Oxford. Really hard to believe that we're talking about spring sports. And yet here we are on the final day of 2021. And before we know it, we're going to be playing baseball and fast pitch. And the spring soccer season is going to be off and rolling. So if you're a coach or if you're a parent or I don't know, if you're a player, go tell your coach or tell your parent M-Trade Park in Oxford. That's where we want to be this spring. It gets started on the 4th of February when it's going to be 70 and sunny, no doubt. You're not going to need a coat. You're not going to need long sleeves. 70 and sunny for the opening of the spring season at M-Trade Park. Spring tournament schedules are now posted online at mtradepark.com. Heavy slate of uh, U-Triple-S-A baseball, fast pitch, and soccer all coming up. They've got uh, new additions and some upgrades during the off season with uh, two additional synthetic turf infields. All 14 fields at the complex are now synthetic turf infields with natural grass outfields. All of the soccer fields, absolutely pristine natural grass. And, of course, there's the indoor facility there. Don't miss out. Starting February 4th this spring, mtradepark.com. All right, Brian Haydad, earlier this hour, Back at the beginning of the three o'clock hour, you said that you have a great ticket, uh, a great story about attending a sporting event without tickets. I've got one also. Tell me yours. Well, here's the thing: I didn't
3: get to attend the sporting event. We're talking about going to a sporting event without tickets. Is okay. My story is. The year is 2000. Uh, State had played on a Thursday night in in Provo, Utah, had beaten up uh, BYU. So I got a free Saturday, and it just so happens to be the Saturday that Tommy Tuberville is coming back to Oxford, Mississippi for Mm. the first time. So so me and some friends were like, sure, let's go. So I went, sat in the Grove all day, and we're thinking this, right? We'll wait till a few minutes after kickoff, and then somebody will be desperate and want to get rid of that ticket. So we, you know, people start filtering out of the Grove, and we're just waiting and waiting. And finally we go down to the Tavot and, uh, we find one guy. There's one guy out there with tickets. Now the game has started. We're three minutes into the game we're thinking, okay, 20 bucks a piece. He's got to be wanting to get rid of them. That guy wanted $250 a piece. Three minutes after the game what? has started and he's the only guy.
2: So we said, did he have any other potential clients? Oh, there was a bunch of people around him
3: and he was making, he was going to make a move, but whatever. We were like, you know what? No, I'm not paying $250 to see Ole Miss play Auburn. We'll just go back to the Grove and watch the game. While the story is good is this. So there's a bunch of people like me, right? They just showed up for this game or, you know, they just came to tailgate, right? And I'm sitting there with some people I know, some people I don't know, and we're talking SEC football. And I don't know if you figured this out, what being on the show with me, I know a lot about SEC football. Right. So this one guy's like, you know a lot about SEC football. It's like, yeah. You know, so I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> He goes, what are you doing next weekend? Next weekend, state was on, uh, either off or on the road again, whatever. I wasn't going to be there. And I was like, I don't have any plans these like, nights. I have four tickets to the Alabama USM game at Legion Field. I can't go. Do you want them? I was like, sure. So he said, give me your address. So I get his, I give me my address. Two days later, the show, the things show up priority mail. So I was at Legion Field, and Luke Johnson will be jealous. I was at Legion Field when USM shut out Alabama in front of about 75,000 distraught Alabama fans who were all looking at me wondering, who's this guy? The seats were great, by the way. About 40 rows up on the 50. Yeah, It was me, two other state fans, and a USM fan who had to do everything he could to be quiet, to not get beat up by all the Alabama fans. But we were there watching that game, so... I didn't get to go see Ole Miss play Auburn in the stadium, but I got to see USM beat Alabama. What a weird story, but that that's my story.
2: Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. So was it an Ole Miss fan that gave you the tickets? He was an Alabama fan. A- an Alabama fan who was randomly at the Ole Miss-Auburn game. Yeah. But had tickets for Alabama-Southern Miss the mm-hmm. following weekend. Yeah. What a strange web we weave sometimes in the, the world fan. that is college that football. Yeah, yeah no, I'm yes. a state
3: fan and an Alabama fan at an Ole Miss. they two biggest rivals. Yeah. And then I'm going to go see Alabama play USM the next week.
2: I honestly, did Ole Miss beat Auburn that year? They did, didn't
3: they? It, no, no. Auburn won that game. Tuberville came in and, and got the win. They beat them the year before. They right. beat them at Auburn. Right.
2: In well, in and I was going to say, I honestly don't remember a whole lot about that 2000 <laughs> game. But I vividly remember going in 1999 along with about, I mean, that's one of those deals where you're like, okay, there's some fan bases that travel and some that really don't. And then some that when they're, they put their mind to it, they do. OBS must have had 15,000 fans the year before at Auburn and made I a remember huge watching difference from that
3: game and. The entire end zone and the corner was red and blue.
2: No question. And and the tomahawk chop was prevalent because, you remember, Auburn had bought its oh, yeah. way out of their game against Florida State. So Ole Miss yeah. fans looking for any reason to make fun of Tommy Tuberville, and they got that win. There you go. Story time on the last day of the year. Sports Talk Mississippi, two hours left with you, Richard Cross, Brian Haydad on Super Talk Mississippi. Yeah.
1: There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to Supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi News, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Your You're home for sports, sports, America's Orange yes. Access. Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Talk. Powered Mississippi by, Mississippi by your tree professionals Street at the Rony Force. 601
6: 325
7: This is a Fox News alert. I'm Ann Carrick. American icon, actress, comedian, fan favorite, Betty White, died this morning at age 99, 18 days before her 100th birthday. One of White's more recent roles, Elka Ostrovsky on Hot in Cleveland.
13: I'll be fine after a 24-hour bender. (laughs) Better fix everything, except quitting alcohol. White holds
7: the record for longest-running career of any female television entertainer, delighting audiences from 1939 right up to 2022. Devastating wildfires scorch and destroy more than 500 homes in Colorado. Boulder County Sheriff Joe Pelle says no reports of casualties or fatalities.
10: The one missing person we had last night has been accounted for and is well. So that's awesome news. And actually, I think, given the events that we had yesterday, pretty miraculous.
7: Three to six inches of snowfall today could help firefighters. America's listening to Fox News.
11: This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's and the second generation.
20: Tico's Steakhouse,
10: East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030.
24: Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Over 10,000 new cases of COVID 19 have been reported over the past week, and 67% are due to Omicron. State epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers thinks when students return to class, it'll have an impact.
16: You know, the schools have historically been a reflection of what's going on in the community, and we're seeing a lot of community transmission right now. So I anticipate when the schools get back, that we will see a a substantial number of of cases that are affecting those school-age kids.
24: And as more veterans move to the Mississippi Gulf Coast, State Veterans Affairs Director Stacey Pickering is working to ensure the facilities they need remain available. And I've worked
5: very closely with Senator Wicker and Senator Hyde-Smith to make sure we're getting
24: that message to the Department of Defense that
5: we have to keep that hospital at Keesler not just viable, but very active to serve the base, the military families, and the veterans community on the Gulf Coast.
24: The Gulf Coast was named one of the top ten places in the nation where veterans wanted to live last year. I'm Andy Davis.
0: Hey, sports fans. Before traveling to your game day destination this football season, be sure to download the MDOT Traffic app to help you reach the game safely. Reach your destination on time by checking ahead for crashes, closures, and construction with the MDOT Traffic app. The MDOT Traffic app is available free for both Apple and Android devices. For more information, follow at Mississippi
19: DOT on Facebook and Twitter. With the new law, more people qualify for financial assistance at healthcare.gov. Real customers like Taylor. You know, I wish people knew how easy it was to get health coverage. This new law
15: has made it so affordable. I'm only paying $52 a month, but there are quality plans for even
19: less. New law, lower prices, more people qualify. Enroll by January 15th at healthcare.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and
4: Human Services.
24: A popular Fuel Cost Tracker says gas prices will go even higher next year. Evan Brown with Fox has the details.
2: Analysts at GasBuddy.com think most places around the nation will see gas greater than four bucks a gallon in 2022, meaning bigger cities in higher tax states could see that price soar even greater. Higher prices indicate a few things, mainly a lack of
24: supply, a higher demand, and the presence of inflation. And New Year's Eve is one of the biggest party holidays of the year, so... How are you saying goodbye to 2021?
13: We head downtown to the river to watch the fireworks on uh, the Mississippi River.
19: I'm just gonna be working, get off, and I'm gonna enjoy my family. Well, really, I'm not a, a
13: party kind of guy. Now
12: I'm just gonna be thankful, and blessed to be blessed, be to see my kids enjoy their new year coming in. Two of fireworks.
21: Probably relaxing at home with my wife, sparkling grape juice, and anything alcoholic.
24: Well, whatever you do this New Year's Eve, just do it safely and don't drink and drive. I'm Andy Davis.
1: Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm.
8: I'm Attorney General Lynn Fitch, wishing you all
17: the very best for this holiday season. From our team to yours, our most heartfelt wishes for peace and joy in 2022.
25: Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: This show was previously recorded.
1: If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You
9: like this show, huh? Yeah!
1: Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Four o'clock hour with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to be a part of the conversation? We'd love to hear from you on the Ceasefire text line, 601 879 4395. Again, 601 879 4395. That's the number if you'd like to be a part of the conversation. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit pearlriverresort.com. Pearl River Resort, the home of the, uh, the Golden Moon and the Silver Star Casinos, and of course, Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Visit them online at PearlRiverResort.com. Happy to welcome in uh, my friend and broadcast partner, Harry Harrison. He's the color analyst on the Ole Miss Radio Network, former All-American at Ole Miss. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad with you, Michael Bork. He's off. Got Will East in for him. What's up, my man?
23: Man, it's all good, Richard. Uh, I've got a little history with the Pearl River Resort myself.
2: I, I saw oh. you perk up when I, uh, <laughs> I mentioned the Pearl River Resort opened Studios. The,
23: opened the, uh, the Silver Star Casino in 1995, played the first round of golf at Dancing Rabbit. Really? Yeah. Yeah, hit it first time I hit it around there. It wasn't completely finished, but it was com- finished enough we could get the uh, the first round in on on the Azalea course, which was the original course of, co- uh, of course. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Had ten good years there.
2: We will be there next, uh, not next week, but the week after. So on January tenth for the uh, national championship game. Of course, they've got the the sports book now sure. at uh, at the casino and. And they've done a really good job over there and, and that golf course, both golf courses, just, just
1: outstanding.
23: It, it, they, they are, Richard. I have not played it since they, they've changed the bent over to, uh, the, the, uh, Bermuda, Champions Bermuda, Bermuda, yeah. Bermuda on, on the old course. But I mean, the course was just unbelievable. Even with even in the summer with the bend on it, you could still play and have a good time. Yeah. Kind of a little toasty on the old course because of all the big trees, all the wooded areas. But uh, you know, playing in spring and fall, it just you couldn't get any better than that.
2: When the azaleas are popping over yeah. there, I mean, it is it's special.
23: It is. It is a very very well planned out. Uh, uh, everything was done. Fazio did it outright. Yeah.
2: Also, special playing in the Sugar Bowl.
23: Tenth time the Ole Miss Rebels are in the Sugar Bowl. Let that sink in a minute. Now, it's in the history of the school. I get it. We had a big run back in the 60s, uh, in the 50s, but that's the 10th time we're going to the Sugar Bowl, and that's pretty special, man.
2: Yeah. Uh, Short window between the most recent trip to New Orleans and this one, but prior to that, it had been, what,
23: 46 years? (laughs) That's right, 1970. January 1st, 1970, I was there for that game. Archie Manning and company playing the Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, Arkansas was ranked higher, of course, than Ole Miss, but Ole Miss came out of the gate that day. I think we we're up fourteen nothing quickly, and then uh, held on for twenty seven twenty two. I think the Arkansas was driving, if I remember correctly. Uh, that one was at Old Two Lane Stadium. Though, Old Two right? Lane Stadium. That's correct. That is correct. It was loud, and eighty thousand folks. Yeah.
2: One of the neat things I think about this year's game, and I feel like there's a an asterisk that we're putting on everything with another bowl game canceled today. But it does appear as if both Ole Miss and Baylor are in pretty good shape from a roster standpoint going into this game. There are going to be a lot of Ole Miss fans there.
23: A lot. I mean, everybody I talk to, talked to one of my customers up in Olive uh, uh, Branch and one over at uh, Hernando today. Her daughter's going. These are, these are folks i I insure, of course. And her daughter and, and, and uh, husband are going. I mean, everywhere you turn, people have ran into a couple people in, in the Kroger earlier today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What day are you going to leave? You know, that's, that's the yeah. big question. What day are you leaving? So it, there's a ton of Ole Miss fans going down there. And let's hope. I mean, from an Ole Miss standpoint, COVID is really under control. Uh, they've done that they they had three or four kids maybe five out last week they've already cleared that protocol and are back out there practicing so from an Ole Miss standpoint we're in good shape I, you can only hope that Baylor is and so we get this game played on Saturday night
2: and hey dad I'll press pause here just for a second I, I just saw the, the clip of Mike Leach getting off the bus, uh, bus in Memphis obviously this game is going forward have you heard anything else or any more messages coming in uh, to, to you with regard to Mississippi State in terms of who may or may not be available
3: uh, reached out to a source and I haven't been able to get anything back, so we'll just have to wait and see. You know, we'll see the starting lineups when they announce them.
2: Yeah, so I guess we're getting pretty close at this point, right? I mean, they've got uh, probably guys here before long out on the field for warm-ups and we'll know. Yeah, you would think so. Okay. Well, I just wanted to uh, keep an update on that as uh, we get set for Mississippi State and Texas Tech coming up at uh, at 545. Harry, in terms of, of the matchup, w- when you look at Ole Miss against Baylor. Ole Miss' first ten win season in the regular season in school history. Baylor's coming in with eleven wins, and they were, I mean, a whisker away from. Um, well, it was Oklahoma State that was a whisker away from winning the Big Twelve championship game. That's that's an eleven win season. That
23: includes a Big 12 championship. This is a good Baylor team. It is a good Baylor team, Richard. We, the defensively, which is kind of where they hang their hat, uh, Ron Roberts is the defensive coordinator. At one time, was the head coach over at uh, at Delta State, yeah. and uh, so he he's there. Got the, We see we've seen this this uh, defensive li- alignment from lots of different teams here in the SEC. Three down linemen. They call it a jack outside linebacker DM, but he's going to rush each and every time. I mean, they may, they may bend him and they may curl him around, but he's going to be basically a pass rusher. So you're going to get four, you're going to get a four man rush just about every time, but we've seen that. Obviously two inside backers and they're going to play with five DBs. So. Uh, we, the Rebels have seen that, you know, and what we got to do is obviously, uh, get back in that rhythm, get this offense going, and, uh, not let them substitute. They do a good job of bringing in new, uh, defensive linemen. They've got about six guys they play pretty regularly, but if you get, you get this offense going and, you, and, and tempo is where we, we, we make our money, then obviously they're not going to be able to get those guys in there unless they call timeout or, Somebody fakes an injury. (laughs) As we know, it certainly can happen.
2: I've seen that a time or two this year. Uh, Sometimes for the guys that are wearing red jerseys or blue jerseys or uh, whatnot. Um, So the three man front versus the four man front. I mean, I know there are a lot of people that talk about odd versus even. And, you know, is there one personnel grouping or another? that is easier for an offense to have success against?
23: Well... The different groupings will, will determine what type plays you're going to run. Obviously, if you got a four man front, you know play right up the middle. I know at Tennessee, Matt Corral ran, ran a ton of quarterback draws. If you remember that game, and they had a, they had a, a, an even front, four man front, so you just take those two inside guards and take those defensive tackles, turn them out, you got a big lane right there, okay? And so Rebels had really feasted well that day with Matt Corral running that. You get a three man front, then you got a nose tackle, okay? That that plays out. But then you think you can get on the outside, but you got those outside backers or those outside nickel backs that are going to walk up. So different formations, whether it be four man or three man, are going to tell you exactly what type plays you can run. Can you get on the outside? And if the rebels could get on the outside, whether it be toss out to our running backs or whether we just we, we run the sweeps, then uh, we're going to have a good day.
2: So this defense for for Ole Miss, while while we're on the the defensive side of the ball in terms of the conversation changed post-Arkansas, right? Gave us yes. gave up 51, but got the win against Arkansas. Arkansas had the ball in the air with a chance to win the ball game. But they were different after that. I don't know that schematically they were doing a ton that was different. What, what allowed them to
23: change? I think they started gambling. I think, uh, obviously, Springer, number one, coming back. And he... Played a terrific game against Louisville in the first game at Atlanta, and then he he knocked his shoulder down, you know, and that's just kind of football terms. But anyway, whatever he did to his shoulder, this didn't respond. I mean, it took weeks and weeks and weeks, and finally he didn't get back until that Tennessee game, which was the week after Arkansas, and you saw a a tremendous improvement from that uh, pass rush, from tackling behind the line of scrimmage. He probably hit three or four tackles behind the line of scrimmage that night. That one guy certainly helped. And I did a little – I did a little – math before I came over. The the defensive they had all got together and said, Hey, we wanna we wanna average giving up only twenty one points a game. Well we gave up fifty one to Arkansas, we gave up forty two to Alabama. Gave up 31 to Auburn, but they still averaged 25 points. Having given that, that was the team when you take the you know the, the 12 games and and, and divided up but what the total points, and they gave up 25 points a game. So they didn't reach their their goal, but they were so much closer than last year because last year what was it 38 40 points a game were given up just tried to outscore everybody. So this year you got you got uh, two sides of the ball that are contributing.
2: And, and I guess when you talk about gambling more post Arkansas, if you look at the games they played down the stretch, then you probably get to that average or, or maybe even a good bit better. Absolutely. B- because then you take out the, the loss to Alabama and the 51 that they gave up to Arkansas.
23: Yeah, if you could take those out, they certainly would have hit that number. But uh, obviously you can't take those two yeah. out. But, yeah, down the stretch, LSU, I think, scored 17. Mississippi State, 21. uh Vanderbilt, 17. Uh,
2: 31 to Auburn. Or
23: 31 to Auburn. It was kind of hiccup over there. Kind of, it, a weird setup for Ole Miss. I, I really thought we were a better team. Matt Corral was playing on one leg. We had uh, two receivers, key receivers out, and then our third one gets hurt in that game and just had nobody to go to. So it uh, you know, it turned out to be a, a, a bad night for Ole Miss. We lost the football game.
2: Hey, Dad, and I were talking about that earlier. He said, man, he said, if you could play that game 10 times more, it feels like Ole Miss might win 9 or 10 of those. That's correct. But on that particular night, it did not play out that way. We've got more coming up with Harry Harrison. We'll talk a little bit about the offensive side. We'll see if we can get Harry into storytelling mode. He'll take us back to, uh, oh, I don't know, 1970, 71, 72. See if we can uh, dig into the vaults of stories. You got a few, don't you? I've
23: got a few stories. That's correct.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. They're at uh, halftime with uh, Air Force leading 28 14 over Louisville. We will be right back.
20: Nothing says a fresh start like a new year. In 2022, Blinds.com wants to give you a brand new view. Save up to 40% site-wide with our Blinds.com Big Year End Blowout. Custom window treatments are a minor home improvement with a major impact. Blinds.com makes the entire process easy. And right now, it's more affordable than ever with huge savings on premium blinds, stylish shades, and more. All backed by our 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to Blinds.com now and save up to 40% during our Big Year End Blowout. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Apply.
0: This New Year's Eve broadcast on Super Talk Mississippi is brought to you by Tico Steakhouse. Make your reservations to come see us soon. East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601 956 1030. Tico Steakhouse wishes you a safe and happy new year.
10: 601 345 8090. That's 601 345 8090. Or online at BaroniesTreePros.com. That's BaroniesTreePros.com.
11: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro show weekday night starting at 9 p.m. here at 97. Super Talk Jackson.
0: This show was previously recorded. I can't believe what I'm hearing.
1: This is Sports Talk Mississippi right here. On Super Talk, Mississippi.
2: So again, it's Air Force 2814. They're playing that one in Dallas at Gerald J. Ford Stadium on the campus of SMU. Not, not that Gerald Ford, not the president, the other one. Uh, businessman and attorney from Pampa, Texas. In case you were wondering. Everybody sees Gerald Ford Stadium, and they're like, oh, the president. No, no. no he, he played in Michigan. Uh, he did. He was a
11: Michigan right. man. That's correct. That's uh, that's right.
2: Um, Harry, offensively, yeah, visiting with Harry Harrison, color analyst on the Ole Miss Radio Network and former All-American at Ole Miss. Um, offensively, when, when you look at what Ole Miss is doing, it appears as if they are healthy <laughs> and really kind of fully healthy for the first time since going into Knoxville, Right.
23: I really made it early Not, not uh, you know, because we lost uh, number one, our, our wide receiver, Mingo, Jonathan Mingo, after the two lane game. So That's it's right. really the only time we've been healthy since the very first game. Uh, so this is as healthy as old Mrs. Ben since the, the opening of the season. Uh, and so we got all three of those receivers back. Obviously, in the interim, uh, John Rice Plumley filled in uh, very admirably, uh, Ja'Cour Pearson filled in admirably. And I, I tell you who's really made a difference in an offense since we've come in, Richard, is, uh, is Casey Kelly, our tight end. Obviously, Casey, if you know his story, caught six balls and a touchdown last year in the bowl game in Tampa. Right. Went out with some buddies out to Colorado in January, hit a tree, tears his ACL, MCL, comes back in the middle of September, starts practicing. That's a pretty quick recovery. So it was a great surgery by somebody out in Colorado. What did not come back here to have the surgery? Had it done out there by a reputable guy? But by the middle of September, he's back practicing. Has been really, really been the best tight end we've had all, all fall. And uh, I got a feeling we're going we're going to target him some Saturday night. Also,
2: programming note: we've got a uh, conversation with Chad Kelly coming up in the uh, the five o'clock hour today. We'll do that uh, at five twenty. Uh, today so you get a chance to hear from former Ole Miss quarterback Chad Kelly, some sugar bowl memories from him, some thoughts on kind of where he is in the uh in the football landscape, uh really some good stuff. So that's uh that's coming up a little bit later this afternoon. What what's gonna be your lasting memory of Matt Corral?
23: You know, a guy that uh let's go back to the twenty nineteen season when uh, they threw him in at the end of the, the egg bowl, played in Oxford. Yeah. And uh when you know, he did, you know, get, get,
2: that, that's when he thought it was a good idea to punch people with yeah,
23: a helmet on. Get, get, gets, gets down there to defend AJ Brown in the end zone, and I think at that point uh, college football got his attention that night. And so he comes back last year, and we're obviously a weird situation. Don't have spring practice, COVID uh, can't use the football in the middle of summer, uh, all those crazy rules, and really has a good good year. And he just catapults off of that into this season, Rich. Wait, that would have been the end of the eighteen season In the Egg ball, right? Because nineteen was the year yes. That, that yes, he that's ends correct. Up that's correct. Getting benched for Plumlee. That's correct. That's, after you're injury. right. That's the end of the eighteen season. Uh, and I think the I think the player that he had the, the semi fistic with was the uh, talented safety from Mississippi State who's playing with Las Vegas now. And you'll have to pay hey, that.
3: Dad, help me out, Jamal Peters. No, no, I'm right. <laughs>
23: I thought it was the kid who played down at Joe He signed with Georgia originally, went to Jones Junior College, and then played at Mississippi State two years, uh, from Columbia, Mississippi. That, I don't, that wasn't Jamal Peters. He was from Bassfield or somewhere. But anyway, this guy, I, I was thinking. It but was but him. Peters is the one that got the, tied up with, with. Hayden, Gotcha. Right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, he, that was the end of the 18th season. 19, you know, comes back, and we got a different coordinator in Rich Rod, and it was a run first option. John Rice Pomey has an unbelievable year. And he got to sit over there until the end of the state game when we desperately needed to throw the football, and he came in and drove us down there to to hopefully tie the game up. Of course, we all know how that ended. And then 2020 rolls around with a new coaching staff, a new idea of offense, and uh, Matt kind of took off with it. I mean, really, uh, he and and Levy really, you know, Hit it off in, in uh, Kiffin. And that, that that particular offense, which we're obviously right in the middle of, it really suited him very well, and he's just taken off with it. Yeah.
2: I, I, I still think, and maybe this is a storyline that has been beaten to death at this point, but when you think about a Lane-Kiffin offense, you think about throwing the football. And yet the reality is it's been – Pretty run heavy offense for two years, back to back years leading the SEC in rushing.
23: That's correct. I mean, if I, even me, sometimes when I, when I discuss our offense, you think throw, 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 but really not. I mean, really not. You're right, Richard. Three good running backs in that backfield, including Matt. I mean, when we got four guys, I think the only team in the country with four people over five hundred yards rushing, including Matt Corral. Yeah. Okay, and that's pretty. That's. That's pretty significant when you go in a game like this, and so what does that do? That sets up play action for you, uh, and, and pulls those linebackers in. You throw over the top of them. We've got receivers, you know, averaging twenty three or plus yards uh, over the top. Braylon Sanders. You got uh, Mingo, who they get a lot of passes out to. Just runs over corners, and then you got Ontario Drummond. Runs. I just see he runs a lot of crossing routes. Uh, three really, really good ones, and then mix in Casey Kelly and uh, Matt Corral and the three running backs, and we won't go through all those. But uh, you know, Ely and <laughs> you know, Snoop, it, it's a, it's a good combination.
2: Historically, or, or some historical perspective, you and I were talking about this earlier today. So you said four Ole Miss running backs with over five hundred yards, including Matt Corral's quarterback spot. If you go back to nineteen fifty nine or sixty, whichever it was, sixty. When Jake Gibbs was the offensive player in the SEC, he
23: had how many total yards? Four hundred and eighty, I believe. Total. That's passing and running. He's Matt Corral's going to have over four thousand this year.
2: Yeah, but you got four guys in the backfield who had more yards from scrimmage That's than uh, yeah. So That's game correct. has uh, game has changed a little bit. All right, story time. Uh, Peach Bowl, nineteen seventy.
23: Peach Bowl 1971. We were in Sugar Bowl in 70. Peach Bowl 1971. That our was the first year you played, right? First year. Go back to 1970. I, I'm the last class. My class is the last one off the Johnny Vault era. We were the last class he signed in 1970. We still had freshman teams. Eddie Crawford was our head freshman coach. Couldn't play with a varsity. And, and really and truly Richard in those days, I mean, uh, uh, Weight training was in its infancy. Everything that we know today we just take for granted it was so so new that uh, some kid coming out of high school was just you know unless he was just country strong, which I wasn't. Uh you just you know, you had to get in a weight program. Didn't do that till I got here, of course. I don't think my high school owned a weight. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Go back to nineteen seventy So
2: so had you been eligible, you don't think you would have played or certainly started as a freshman?
23: No. Okay, I do not. Absolutely not. Weighed about uh, 182 or three pounds, six two, you know, skinny kid from down in South Mississippi. I, I you know, I, I just don't think I would have cracked any. Maybe special teams, but I don't think so. That was a good group. Archie Manning's class obviously had a lot of veterans in that class, and so. But the point is, uh, they they won the 1970 Sugar Bowl. We played in the nineteen seventy one Peach Bowl. So that whole group is gone. Guys like Paul Danger were seniors that year. Elmer Allen were seniors that year. Preston Carpenter, Carl Armstrong, uh, they were all seniors. We had a really good freshman class. We had a lot of talent in that class. We were sophomores that year. And so but what happens? Vault in nineteen seventy after the Southern Miss upset here at Oxford. Oh Miss ranked fourth in the country, gets beat by Southern Miss on a Saturday. Uh Vault uh, goes home that night and has some sort of heart, heart ailment. I don't know if it was a heart attack or what it was, but I, I told him. He lived to be 96, and I played golf with him in a tournament when he was 92, and I said, you know, Coach, I don't know what kind of heart problem you have, but I wish it on all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was 92 and played golf. You so, know, so thir- thirty years later, yeah, still, still kicking. Yeah. And so he comes back. So you know, if you, and all Ole Miss fans know the story, and probably half of Mississippi State also. But you know, we go. Bruiser Kennard gets himself made athletic director, and he hires his brother Billy uh, <coughs> Kennard. The guy that I thought was going to be the head coach here at Ole Miss who actually recruited me to come here was a guy named Bob Tyler, which obviously went to Mississippi State later as the head coach.
2: Just one of the kindest men you'll ever meet Great in your guy, life.
23: Great guy. I still, still you know, see him occasionally. He lives down at Water Valley. Yeah. He's gotten up into age, of course, but just a great guy and a great football coach and a really good recruiter.
2: All right, so the story that I've always heard, and not the Connard side of that, but that Bob Tyler was basically John Vaught's chosen successor and... The pieces were in place for that to just kind of move forward with no drama, without a hitch, and and a lot of people felt like things would continue to move in the direction they had under Coach Vaught, and then the whole thing just kind of blew up.
23: Well, it changed for sure, and and, and I have to agree with what you just said. Yes, that's that was that was my interpretation of that, and that's one of the reasons I came here. But, uh, yeah, and then Bruiser, obviously, when Vault stepped down in the middle of that, that season in 70, Bruiser was the, the assistant head coach, so he takes over the reins of that. And then, you know, give the man credit. He was the old Mrs. Original All American, very first one. In the in the NFL Hall of Fame, they tell me, I've never been to the NFL Hall of Fame, but they tell me if you walk in the front door of Canton, one of the first people you see is Bruiser Canard. So he had a lot of connections, right? And so he, he's the athletic director, and, you know, uh, it's one of those situations where you never hire somebody you can't fire, and he hired his brother, and it unfortunately didn't work out. And, that and was, they
2: ended up both getting fired, right? They
23: ended up both getting fired on a Monday night of my senior year, Coach Ball comes back. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's... uh. So I got to see the, the, the bright side and the dark side of uh, life. Give me one thought. We got thirty
2: seconds on uh, on the Sugar Bowl. Ole Miss and Baylor.
23: I like the Rebels. I like our offense. I like our tempo. Baylor defense was obviously going to come to play with some talent. I, I, you know, Jerry Bohannon is not a guy that's going to beat you with his arm. Although he's got some weapons outside. I think he's, it's going to be more of a run run downhill offense. I'm going to try to run it at you. Obviously, Ole Miss got better at that at the C- season's end. I like the Rebels 35-24.
2: All right. Harry Harrison, former All-American at Ole Miss, color analyst. Look forward to seeing you in New Orleans.
23: I uh, can't wait. It'll be fun. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely.
2: Harry Harrison with us on the Farm Bureau phone line, or at least he would be if he was on the phone, in studio with us. Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com
10: and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. We will be back right after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 79. New Year's Eve, a 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 69. New Year's Day, 90% chance of rain and breezy, high near 80 degrees. And for your Sunday, sunny skies with rain and snow in the forecast, high only to 42. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon.
12: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to
9: eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils.
0: Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them?
1: You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford.
17: Quote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only only $19 a month.
1: Not in perfect health? Don't worry.
17: Select Quote Fontania, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10 year, $500,000 policy for only
20: $32 a month.
1: We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford.
17: For your free quote, call 1 800 881 4747. That's 1 800 881 4747. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-881-4747.
1: SelectQuote. We shop, you save.
17: Get full details on the example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states.
24: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Supertalk Mississippi News. Over 10,000 new cases of COVID-19 have been reported over the past week, and 67% are due to Omicron. State epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers thinks when students return to class, it'll have an impact.
16: You know, the schools have historically been a reflection of what's going on in the community. And we're seeing a lot of community transmission right now. So I anticipate when the schools get back that we will see a a substantial number of of cases that are affecting those school-age kids.
24: And as more veterans move to the Mississippi Gulf Coast, State Veterans Affairs Director Stacey Pickering is working to ensure the facilities they need remain available. And I've worked
5: very closely with Senator Wicker and Senator Hyde-Smith to make sure we're getting that message to the Department of Defense that we have to keep that hospital at Keesler not just viable, but very active to serve the base, the military families, and the veterans' community on the Gulf Coast.
24: The Gulf Coast was named one of the top ten places in the nation where veterans wanted to live last year. I'm Andy Davis.
21: At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and
25: guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners
24: are
19: in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch
24: state-of-the-art air filtration
21: systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean so get back in play at pearl river resort casino we're keeping it real real fun real winning real safe
26: this is jake mangum some call me the mayor no player wins any game by themselves it takes a team so if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates you need to go with the home team mississippi farm bureau just like i did Visit FabRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at MSFBINS.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team.
0: This show was previously recorded. Mm, From the flatlands of Mississippi. Sports Talk, Mississippi.
6: Every minute
23: worth waiting for.
1: Super Talk, Mississippi.
2: Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky is out. We'll east in for him. Thanks for being with us. You want to be a part of the conversation? You can do so on the ceasefire text line, 601 879 4395. Haydad, remind them that Mississippi State won a natty. I mean, Do you, you want did. to do that, or did I just do it? I mean, I guess you just kind of did. I don't know why, you know,
3: bringing that up is kind of useless right now, but whatever.
2: Well, I mean, I think in in a dark moment, there are some Mississippi State fans can say, yeah, but there was that. But that's what that game last night gave Mississippi State. Instead of the narrative being,
3: man, eight wins this year when they were predicted last in the SEC.
2: I tell you what, I'm excited for football next year. It's when does baseball start? Yeah. Uh, I get a message here uh, that says we are probably about the same next year, six or seven wins. I'm going to ask Brian Haydad that question in just a second. Chase in Columbus, I suppose, deserves some credit. He sent us a message yesterday that said, "I hate to say it, but Tech plus ten is very tasty." And then he proceeds us to uh, proceeds to send us the receipt where he took Texas Tech plus ten and under 58, and he says, same as the Egg Bowl, when you bet on disappointment, it's much easier to watch. To your point just a moment ago, Paul and Meridian says, thankfully, Mississippi State baseball season will start soon. So that, that really, if we're being honest, that's not what you want going into the offseason of football. What, did, did that game matter last night? Really? No. It's an exhibition game... Mississippi State was down a bunch of players with a combination of opt-outs and, and COVID issues. But it did matter in the sense that you want to feel good going into the offseason. You, you want to have a little pep in your step going into your, your your winter workouts and then into spring practice. And obviously, this doesn't last forever. You don't hang on to the frustration of it forever. You get back to work and, and you try to move forward. And, and Mike Leach, after the game, Kind of listening to him, you, you could tell that he was proud of this team, proud of some of what they had to overcome throughout the course of the season. And he liked this group, and he said they were going to go back and work harder and be ready for, for next year. So, with that as the backdrop, I'll ask you, what is next for Mississippi State? What is 2022 for the Bulldogs?
3: You know, they bring back a ton. I mean, Will Rogers and this entire skill position group is back. You know they have to go into the portal and, and you know they, they, they signed a juco the, the kid Percy Lewis who they'd like to compete for one of the tackle spots I thought Nick Jones handled himself pretty well last night I't really he didn't stand out as a guy who was just a turnstile or anything so I thought he played okay um they'll obviously go into the portal for another guy there but they bring back all the skill position guys they bring back a ton on defense including getting Jordan Davis back uh, who was out them the entire season who probably would have been their best pass rusher uh, cornerback, you know, you lose Emerson, but you signed the, the the top JUCO guy in Nicholson, and you bring it in banks from the transfer portal, and they're probably not done there yet either. There's every reason to believe this team can be better next year, but and last night sort of puts this in, in your mind it's the whole Mike Leach experience, right? So if you look at next year's schedule, you know, state has to play Alabama, they're going to lose that game. It's probably fair to say they're going to lose to Georgia. It is at home, and the last time State played Georgia, it was close, but Georgia's just a more talented football team than Mississippi State. There's just no good getting around that, right? I don't think you would take it, you know, I'm not speaking in tongues when I say that State going to LSU, that's going to be a tough game to win. It's early in the season when is going to still be healthy. It's going to be tough to win in Tiger Stadium. So there's three, Right. So, every other game on the schedule, I mean, Arkansas, Auburn, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, Kentucky, and then your non-conference games, those all feel like toss-up games at worst. But then there's that whole Mike Leach experience, where he's going to drop a game or two, which he did this year, that he shouldn't. State had no business losing to Memphis, and they really didn't have any business losing to Texas Tech, certainly not in the fashion that they did. But Mike Leach has these games, so... You know, I think they can be better next year and I think if you said predict something right now I'd probably say 8 and 4 which would be a one game improvement. Okay. But you know, I can't have a whole lot of confidence in that until Mike Leach starts winning these games. Dan Mullen's legacy at Mississippi State is if you could put something on a tombstone, it would be he won the games he was supposed to win. And winning the games you're supposed to win Almost guarantees you six or seven wins at Mississippi State every year, and then it's just a matter of finding one game that you weren't supposed to win that you did. And if you do that, you can have a lot of success at Mississippi State. But if you're going to lose the games you're not supposed to win, I mean, lose the games you're supposed to win, it's tough for MSU to win the games it's not supposed to win because they're usually playing a team like Alabama, LSU, Georgia that they're just out talented by. So next year is an interesting year for Mike, Le- Mike Leach. He could have a very good season but he's, he he's, he needs to show some improvement and and I, I'm sure we might fire up the little brother comments here but he's got to beat Ole Miss. You can't you can't coach at Mississippi State and be Owen 3 against Ole Miss. Nobody's going to go for that. It, this is not Washington State where, you know, you can just get by with losing to Washington every year. Mississippi State fans expect to beat Ole Miss. They expect to, to get wins in that series. And you got to go to Oxford this year. And I don't really know what Ole Miss is going to be at this particular moment because I don't know who their quarterback is going to be. Is it going to be Altmire or will they find somebody in the portal? I don't know. <clears throat> but whatever that situation is, State needs to go into Oxford and get a win next year for Mike Leach to just have, you know, just to give the fan base some some, some something to, to build on. So I, I think State should be better next year. They could potentially be a 9- or 10-win team if things really click for them, especially if if defensively they get the right guys in there. Hmm. But I I don't have a lot of faith to make that kind of prediction, so I would just say they'll be better and
2: they'll probably win 8. So, a couple of directions. Um, C-Spire text line, Jason and Tupelo says, I mean no disrespect to Dad. My observation from last night is the team didn't seem to really care. And Leach seemed to be more concerned about money Texas Tech owed him than winning the game.
3: Well, I don't know why that would be disrespectful to me. I didn't play.
2: Uh, but you're right. I agree with that.
3: I thought the team did not look ready to play, and that falls on Mike Leach. And I think that the, the, the comments we took as, man, Mike Leach is really locked in for this game. I think Mike Leach was locked into making a statement about the money he was owed. And not about winning this football game. I don't think there's any doubt about that. We, we. I don't know if you did, but I misread the statements that Mike Leach was making all week. Hmm. Scott
2: Clinton says that uh, Tech told him to keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> um, I don't know that three minutes is an adequate amount of time to do this. As I as I toss it out there, so forgive me if it's not. I've been a. Pretty big fan of Will Rogers, and we've had some fun with the fact that I'm the guy that's been pointing to that if he is a starter for three more years and you add up the numbers, there's a chance he's going to be the leading passer in the history of college football when it's all said and done. And I stand by that. Did you see last night a ceiling for Will Rogers? I think we know what the floor is, and the floor is fairly high. In Mike Leach's system, the floor for Will Rogers is a whole bunch of passing yards. But did you see last night there are some limitations that you're just going to have to deal with? I just think it was just a bad game. You know, we, we, when we did the
3: post-game show, one of, them, one of the callers said, you know, with Rogers, when he's good, he's really good, but when he's bad, he's really, really bad. Well, go back to 2020. Couldn't I have said that about Matt Corral? Corral had two games where he threw six and five picks, respectively. Yeah. When he was really good, he was great. But when he was bad, he's yeah. really, really bad. I mean, I think I don't even I think know if that
2: that's what I'm saying, though, or, or asking.
3: Well, what, what, what I'm saying is this: I think it was just a bad game. He played poorly last night. But Will Rogers and what he can do in this offense is is plenty. The fact that he completes seventy five percent of his passes throughout the season. I think that's more important to Mike Leach than him being able to throw the ball 50, 60 yards down the field, which is what a lot of fans, when they, when they talk about Will Rogers, they talk about his lack of arm strength and his lack of mobility. But completing 75% of his passes, that's the stat I think Mike Leach values the most. And his touchdown to interception is 4-1. to one. He threw 36 touchdowns to 9 picks. 9 picks on 680, I think, passing attempts. I mean, you take that, right? You take that. So, I, I don't know that, that I saw a ceiling on, on Will on Will Rogers last night. I, I think that he just played a bad game. It play came at the worst possible time, but the, everything is still there. He has all of the the, the 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 tools you need for this team to to win a lot of games.
2: Sean and Amory, you know I'm going to throw this one at you. Mm-hmm. Would state fans rather be nine and three? With a loss to Ole Miss, or seven and five, with a win in the Egg Bowl over Ole Miss next year. We talked about this, you know, before the season. I think with next year, I,
3: th- I think you'd rather be nine and three because that would be a really great season. Of course, you'd be nine and two going into the Egg Bowl. That would be a bitter pill to lose it, but yeah, nine and three which would be showing a big step forward. But gosh, you talk about twenty twenty three, you better damn win that game at Starkville
2: at that point. You're not going 0-4 and and keeping your job. I just don't believe that. Sports Talk Mississippi cruising along on this Wednesday afternoon, the 29th of December. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Will East. When we come back, we'll go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Ole Miss Athletics Director Keith Carter will join us to talk Sugar Bowl and more.
1: This is where the story of your state gets told each day. We're proud to cover the Magnolia State like nobody else. Super Talk Mississippi.
19: Callaway's After Christmas sale starts now. Final markdown. All Christmas 50% off. No exclusions. Permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. All 50% off. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, colored plants, and pine straw to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Landscape designer Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Give Callaways a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Callaway's after Christmas sale starts now. Final markdown. All Christmas, 50% off. No exclusions. Permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels' nativities, ornaments, and much more. All 50% off. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Cowland Station Parkway, south of Germantown High.
20: Everything for home.
10: Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com.
4: I'm here with John Ravenstein, and John, you sure seem to love what you do. What's not to love? (laughs) Working with diamonds and gemstones? Ever since I was a kid, growing up in Northeast Jackson, I dreamed of being a jeweler. (laughs) You knew that early on what you wanted to be in life? I would ride my
23: bike every day after school, Mm -hmm. all the way down to my parents' store on Capitol Street to clean the jewelry cases just to see every diamond I could. It was amazing. (laughs) Like a kid in a candy store, huh? And right then I knew it was either that or a rock star.
4: I didn't know you could sing. You know, I can't. That's why I'm a jeweler. (laughs) I don't know, John. If you think about it, you got thousands of fans. Yeah. And women who adore you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You're a rock star. I guess you're right. And these... These are my Rolling Stones. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com.
10: The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation.
13: At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a master tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience.
2: Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland.
17: Museum, Mississippi's third annual gala, Sparkle and Twang, held on December 1st, raised a total of $120,000. All proceeds directly benefit the museum's education programs and help continue the work done at the Mississippi Museum. Grammy Award winning country musician Marty Stewart was honored with the Crossroads of American Music Award. The 2021 Grammy Museum Mississippi Gala was presented by the Red Carpet Guild and Walmart. Additional sponsors also included Quality Steel and Visit Mississippi
1: Weekdays
0: here on Super Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded.
2: the 31st of December, and we are happy to be with you. Richard Cross and Brian Haydad, of course, Michael Borky has had the entire week off. He's going to come back recharged and ready to go in the new year. We look forward to doing that with you as well. Speaking of in the new year, we remind you that uh, next Thursday, the 6th of January, middays with Gerard Gibbert and... Statewide leaders will be live at the Mississippi Economic Council's Capital Day. That's coming up on Thursday, January sixth. A little less than one week from right now. This year, they will be at a new location, the Mississippi Trademark. To register, go to mec.ms. That's mec.ms. So, hey, Dad, we talked about it in the uh, in the last segment about what Mississippi State is going to be in 2022, and I, I would like for you to expound on it from this standpoint. How pivotal are the results on the field next year for Mike Leach? And I don't mean that in terms of will he lose his job. I don't think that's in play. I think we've seen progress year one to year two. I think most of us believe there will be progress year two to year three. Here's what I mean it is. In terms of Mississippi State fans embracing Mike Leach, embracing this offense, and doing it on a permanent basis, not a roller coaster basis of when it works, everybody's like, "Yeah, this is going to work." And then when they have a game like they did in the Liberty Bowl where it didn't work, everybody going back to the, "This is never going to work. This is, we just are what we are." How important is 2022 in terms of getting fans to go? That's our guy. That's our offense. We will live with the ups and downs, and we are going to embrace it. Is that a fair it's,
3: question? It's gotta, yeah, it definitely is. It, it, it's got to be one of these situations where Dan Mullen made his money at Mississippi State by winning the games you're supposed to win. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what Mike Leach has got to do. He's got to find a way to win games that he's supposed to win. When he's the favorite, win the game. You look at next season's schedule. State starts the year off with Memphis, then they're at Arizona, then they're at LSU, and then they're they have Bowling Green at home before they play. That, that's the first month of the season.
2: All right. So, so in terms of games you're supposed to win, Mississippi State should be three and one. Should be three and one at absolute worst. And that's one of the you know
3: we talked about this some on the podcast this past week where, you know, I think this is probably an eight win team next year. Okay. You know they'll they'll lose to Alabama. They'll probably lose to Georgia. Even though Georgia loses a lot, Georgia's still better than Mississippi State. It's not going to surprise me if they go down to LSU and lose that game. And then you have the quote, Mike Leach experience, right? They're going to lose a game they don't, they're not supposed to lose. But they need to not do that.
2: Are you putting the Egg Bowl year in, that where possi- you? Or in, in that equation? Would I, so the Egg Bowl? Yeah. Or Absolutely. or does that one just set off on its side? That game or are you sort of saying, saying that next year the Egg Bowl is a game that Mississippi State, even though it's on the road, is not supposed to lose?
3: I would say, as we sit here right now, looking at what those two teams bring back, that State would probably be favored in that game. That State brings back so much production, and Ole Miss has so many big losses with Corral. And,
2: there's and so Sam many Williams questions the on point. the offensive line. Oh, there are. And that matters. In like, Will Rogers yeah. is great when he's got time and he's protected, and when he's not protected, he's not great. I thought that State's offensive line in the
3: Liberty Bowl, until the end of the game when it was out of hand, played good enough and they have percy lewis the juco and i think they'll go into the portal and they'll get a guy okay i
2: i, I feel like they'll take
3: care of their offensive
2: line and i'm not talking you or trying to talk you out of thinking that mississippi <laughs> state should win that game i'm just kind of right. kind of counterbalancing but long
3: but that's another game though eight and four needs to happen you can't be zero and three against Ole miss and be the head coach at mississippi state you just can't you can't be 0-3, and you certainly can't be 0-4. I don't care what your record is in the rest of the games unless you're going to win the national title, but that seems highly unlikely. Yeah, That game is important to Mississippi State fans, and if Ole Miss fans want to make fun and say little brother, whatever, it's fine. That game is important. You need to win that game, and you're 0-2 in it now. You need to win in Oxford in 2022.
2: I mean, Ole Miss can, uh, Ole Miss fans, whatever, can downplay <laughs> the Egg Bowl, and 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 that's fine. You better not lose three in a row, though. No. Period. I, and, I mean, and I don't care, if, you I don't care if you're in red and, and blue or maroon thing. and white.
3: Look at the reaction of the players and coaches when they win these games. When they, They're going for the trophy. They're yeah. putting on hats and t-shirts that say, we run the SIP. They, 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 they take that game seriously.
2: There's no question. There's no question. And Lane Kiffin has managed to win it twice, and he's going to try and make mm-hmm. it three in a row. And look. There were lots of reasons to dismiss the conversation about Mike Leach not winning against a rival at Washington. Mm-hmm. You know, Washington State. Washington recruits at not a different level. Here. That's fine. That's fine. You lose three in a row after losing seven in a row. The the question has merit.
14: Mm-hmm.
3: So. And, and, and if we want to point out the differences between Washington and Washington State versus Ole Miss and Mississippi State, they're real. But you just can't lose that game that this many times you just can't yeah and mike leach has got to find a way next year
2: college football fix is coming up next as we roll into the five o'clock hour on the final edition of sports talk mississippi of 2021 let's talk about georgia and michigan
1: Listening to WFM4 Jackson Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by U.S. your tree professionals at Peronist Tree Pros. Online at PeronistTreePros.com.
7: Ann Carrick. Flight delays and cancellations stretch into the new year. One airline already canceling flights into mid-January.
16: That airline is JetBlue. They put out a statement saying that they are indeed going to cancel. I think it's 1,280 flights into January. They say, quote, we expect the number of COVID cases in the Northeast, which is where most of their personnel are, continue to surge
7: for the next week or two. That means there is a high likelihood of additional cancellations. Fox's Jeff Flock Alaska Airlines asking non-essential travelers to change their plans. Fire ravaged parts of Colorado, destroying more than 500 homes and businesses. Governor Jared Polis spoke to President Biden.
5: The president approved the expedited major
4: disaster declaration.
7: Reports are one firefighter and six others are injured. And actress Betty White died this morning at age 99, just weeks before her 100th birthday. America's listening.
19: To Fox
11: along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation.
20: Tico's Steakhouse,
10: East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030.
21: Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 best Pontoons with Great Suzuki Outboard Warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, One Forty Nine Harbor Drive, on the Res by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland.
15: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. COVID cases are on the rise, mainly due to the Omicron variant. Sixty-seven percent of new infections are because of that. State epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers says we're into
16: a fifth wave. You know, we did over eighty thousand uh, additional tests last week in the state. Our percent positivity is raising. To um, uh, about 11% now.
15: The Mississippi Department of Health is expanding testing availability in 11 different counties. For details, log on to supertalk.fm. The IRS wants Crooks to know they need to report illegally obtained assets as income. Jenny Casola with Fox explains. Whether you stole a car this year, accepted
24: a bribe, or were involved in any other illegal activities providing you with income, you need to report it when you file your taxes. As for stolen goods they need to be reported unless they're returned to the owner in the same year i'm kelly bennett
12: have you seen the mississippi lottery powerball jackpot what would you do with that much money did you know powerball draws three nights a week and the jackpot keeps growing until someone hits the perfect combination each play is only two dollars and for an extra buck you can get the chance to multiply your non-jackpot prizes what are you waiting for an invitation well here it is Play Powerball and have fun,
9: y'all. Gambling problem, call 888 9696
16: How
13: old is Mississippi Farm
16: Bureau Federation?
13: Next year, we'll be celebrating our 100th anniversary. Since 1922, our purpose has been to provide a unified voice for Mississippi farmers in the legislative arena and serve as a leader in the state's agricultural community. After a century, we remain as committed as we were day one. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation,
22: visit us online at msfb.org.
14: If
15: you're hoping to quit smoking in the new year, you might want to start with baby steps. Robert Locke is with the ACT Center for Tobacco Treatment.
4: Starting the cutback process of cutting
5: down on your cigarette smoking, learning what triggers you to smoke. Everybody can say, I'm just
6: addicted, but if you're just addicted and I give you something like nicotine, then you should be able to quit.
15: He suggests getting friends and family involved and pick the medicine that helped you quit that works for you. Sometimes you can't move forward without taking a look back. One thing that we do is
21: go through a couple of exercises, my wife and I, just a personal review of the year. Most positive development during the year, favorite movie of the year. Book of the year and so on. That just puts things in perspective a bit. Plus, we can look at previous
19: years.
15: For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett wishing you all the best in the new year.
26: This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team.
21: Join Middays with Gerard Gibbert live from MEC's Capital Day on Thursday, January 6th at our new location, the Mississippi Trademark. MEC Capital Day will feature legislative updates from statewide elected officials, legislators, and business leaders, and will provide attendees a special preview of what they can expect during the 2022 legislative session. To register, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. Register today.
1: Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to
0: 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded.
2: It is the final hour of Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi of the year 2021. And what a year it has been. There have been highs, there have been lows, there have been great stories, there have been frustrating stories. COVID is still a part of our lives. Hopefully we're not talking about that at the end of 2022, but if we are, maybe hopefully more than that, we've figured out a way to just live with the fact that there's another virus in our midst, but life must go on. College football playoff semifinals happening today. You've got Alabama and Cincinnati going on right now. You've got Michigan and Georgia coming up. We're going to get to that in just a second. Richard Cross and Brian Haydad, as we embark on the final hour of Sports Talk Mississippi 2021, what would you like to say? Uh, I'd like to say thank you to all of our great listeners. Oh, no, we're going to you do that it. at the end of the hour. I'm looking okay. for something oh. big and majestic. I
3: want to say thank, thank you, to you one of those Hellman. Things. David Hellman of DallasCowboys.com for providing the single, you know what? I'm going to say the single funniest moment in the history of you being on the radio. I'm going all the way back. When he said, I love you Mississippi state people to you. (laughs) I laughed through an entire commercial break. I never stopped laughing. I laughed from the moment it came out of his mouth and I got into the next segment laughing about that. I, I thought I was going to pass out. That was the single funniest and best moment of 2021 on this show, in my opinion.
2: You think that's the best moment of the entire year? I I would say yes. I that because he he did it out of out of
3: love. He did not know because he had only ever been on the show before with me. Yeah, and he did not know that you were an old Miss guy, and so he was just trying to be nice, and in doing so, gave you the worst possible hits. <laughs>
2: but it wasn't it wasn't an in, i didn't take it as an insult and your reaction and my reaction were vastly different right i was like thanks for that's joining us man at sports I'm talk mississippi we'll it. be right back and you're like doubled over i have i've have turned into a belly laugh but that was a roll around on the I floor in the studio laugh oh my gosh oh so funny that that's 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 the one yeah look if we were doing this right I suppose we should have some end-of-the-year, massive rewind built to play for you. I'm not big on that, though. I am. Yeah. I, I do enjoy thinking back, though. And, and hey, Dad, I don't know that you have a photographic memory, but you have cataloged very carefully many things Mm-hmm. college football-related, Mississippi State-specific. And so it may not be as difficult for you as it is for me to kind of think back through the year, but it takes me kind of sitting back and thinking, all right, what was the baseball season? Because that was several months ago. Oh, man, there were some cool moments there. Yeah, basketball. Yeah, that really was something that we all wanted to forget, and we don't want to think back on the 2020 2021 basketball season. God, no. Um. Football, man, there were some high moments there. What was the the highest moment? And I know we got to get to the college football fix. We'll do that in just a second. You know what? I'm just going to audible. Be we're going to make this the college football fix. The college football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. As you roll into 2022, make your plans to stop by and get to know and visit with one of the salespeople at your local Mississippi Ford there. Even if you're not ready to pull the trigger immediately, you need to get to know the 2021 and soon 2022 Ford F-150. They've got the the lightning that is coming soon, which is going to be the uh, the battery-powered F-150, which i got to be honest with. I'm intrigued by I need to know more. I'm not saying I'm ready to pull the string on the very first one that rolls off the assembly line or pull the trigger on it. But I am intrigued by a battery-powered Ford F-150 that has the same amount of power as the one with the V8 under the hood that I'm driving right now. I want to know more. So you can check that out. Visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Our thanks to our friends at Ford who for many, many years have been with us as presenters of the college football fix. Check them out online at buyfordnow.com or visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. When you think back, Brian Haydad, on the 2021 college football season, and I say, give me the one moment on the football field for Mississippi State that stands out above all the rest. What is the moment that you go to?
3: I, it's got to be the uh, the game against Auburn, right? Twenty eight to three down in the second quarter feels like you you just you're on your way to getting one of the worst beatings, you know. And that was a time with Mike Leach where it had been so up and down with the offense. That you just didn't know what to expect, and then you roll off forty straight points and have the biggest comeback in school history, uh, at Auburn. I mean that that's that's a place where State has not done well historically through the years. That's got to be my answer. That that was that was the highlight and the high point of Mississippi State football in twenty twenty one. Yeah,
2: you know I'm not sure if this is the right answer for Ole Miss, but it's my answer, and there's a little bit of personal that's rolled into it. So so that that is forever going to shape my answer for this. Ole Miss doesn't go to Knoxville very often. That if it wasn't this Richard I was going to question you. But because you think about it, you had an, an incredible atmosphere and an incredible finish against Arkansas. Um you know you you, you beat LSU but you played a big part in. <sighs> yes. One last time. Yes, one last time. We will we will allow the sun to set on that Something tells me the sun's never setting on that moment. Kind of like getting plowed on the sidelines in Gainesville a few years ago. Never going to completely set on that moment. Uh, You know, you have the Egg Bowl win in Starkville, and and that might be it for a lot of people. But for me, and I've kind of talked about this, I got to take Obi with me on that trip. That was his first ever SEC road game. I took the day off on Friday so it could just be me and him, he and I. Um, we left after sports talk finished on Thursday night, drove to Nashville and stayed in a hotel together. I mean, you could look at our hotel window and see into Vanderbilt stadium. And that was cool. Not because that's a great facility, but he was like, oh, that's Vanderbilt. And they had just finished up a project at school where they were doing like attendance and capacity numbers for all the SEC stadiums. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's Vanderbilt. They've got the smallest stadium in the SEC. And I was like, yes, they do, son. Yes, they do. <laughs> but that was a moment that stuck out with me. And then we kind of took our time. We go eat at Pancake Pantry on Friday morning. We take our time puttering around downtown Nashville, and then we drive to Knoxville. And we knock around on campus on, on Friday afternoon. And it's Saturday's game day, but it's a night game, so we got all the time in the world to go eat at Waffle House on Saturday morning. And we get ready and we go, and we go early. And hey, Dad, when we get there, see, I do the pregame show from the field. <clears throat> and so he goes with me down to the field. An hour probably before we go on the air. So we're talking three hours before kickoff. So there's nobody in the stadium. Gates aren't open yet. And I get to throw the football on the grass in the checkerboard end zone with my eight-year-old son, who's nine now. And somebody, I think it was Fish Robinson, took a picture or a video from the press box in the radio booth of us doing that. And so I've got that forever. So that's kind of the personal part of it. As to why that stands out for me, but then you get to the game. Yeah, man, I've been privileged to be in a lot of great atmospheres, both involving Ole Miss and not involving Ole Miss. I mean, the the, the Georgia Alabama SEC championship game pregame atmosphere was off the charts this year. I've been on the field in the swamp. I've been on the field for the largest attended game in college foot in football history in the state of Texas, and it's a record that will never be broken because there's not a stadium big enough anymore, and nobody's making big stadiums anymore. 112,000 for Ole Miss and A&M a few years ago. I've stood on the 50-yard line in Tuscaloosa and, and, and Baton Rouge and all of those places. I have never been part of an environment and part of an atmosphere, and it has absolutely nothing to do with stuff being thrown on the field like I was on that Saturday night in Knoxville. It was hair stand up on the back of your neck for 60 minutes loud. And then Ole Miss wins the game. And that's like kind of the stamp on the end of it.
3: I'm sure you'd never been a part of a game that involved golf balls and mustard either. That's part of the story of the game.
2: Yeah, I'm a big hot dog guy, but usually I just eat it naked when I'm at a game. So <laughs> not, not, not me naked, like the, the naked dog. No, that's I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Um, so yeah, you, that game,
3: if you ever want to, were like you able to watch who it? know anything about college football and you want to show them how stupid and glorious college football is, show them that game, show them the fourth quarter of that game.
2: Was Mississippi State playing that night or were you able to watch it?
3: State, yeah, State played at the same time. I think they played Kentucky. That That's night. right.
2: That's so right. I
3: was, I, I, I got to see, I've said it many times. I listened to the fourth quarter on the way home. So I got to hear you and, uh, and David and Harry talking about that.
2: So that's your college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. You can always be a part of the show on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Let Seaspire handle the managed IT services so you can focus on your business. Learn more at cspirebusiness.com. Coming up next, conversation I had earlier this week with former Ole Miss quarterback Chad Kelly. There is a lot there, and if you missed it earlier in the week, I think you're going to want to check it out now. This is Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studios.
0: This New Year's Eve broadcast on Supertalk Mississippi is brought to you by Tico Steakhouse. Make your reservations to come see us soon. East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Tico Steakhouse wishes you a safe and happy New Year.
4: If you're tired of big cable bills, you can get Newsmax TV for free. Millions are watching Newsmax. Available now on major cable systems or for free on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and Vizio. Find it streaming on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, TiVo, Apple TV, and more. 7 million Americans have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. It takes just seconds. Then watch us anytime, anywhere. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. Find out why. Start watching today.
20: Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back forever. Every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon. Cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? Some months I make 200 to 300 bucks.
7: Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now.
0: Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code LANE for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next fill-up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code LANE for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LANE. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster.
1: Where Mississippi comes to talk middays with Gerard Gibbert.
0: Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded.
1: Super Talk Mississippi. Introducing to you Sports Talk Mississippi.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, glad to be with you, and glad to have Chad Kelly, former Ole Miss quarterback, on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favrates.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm
6: Bureau. Chad, what's up, my man? How are we doing, man? I appreciate you guys letting me get on the show.
2: Yeah, it's uh, certainly, uh, the the pleasure is ours. I want to talk with you some about some some Sugar Bowl memories and, and your time at Ole Miss, and uh, obviously this game as well. Let's just start with Chad Kelly as a college football fan. Uh, you had the experience yourself uh, of playing and uh, a path that was unique compared to some, but now you're getting the experience of watching your brother play, and uh, I'm not sure that I've seen a bigger fan in the stands this year than uh, than you've been.
6: Well, uh, obviously, you know, having my brother out there is, is honestly like a dream come true to play for my alma mater um and and to see how well he's doing and progressed you know obviously he never played tight end until he got to college and obviously he's learned so much and he's still learning and you know it's it it really is a dream come true from my perspective and obviously my parents too and you know he's not on scholarship yet but hopefully that changes and you know as long as Matt keeps throwing the ball I I think he'll have have a chance one day to um you know play at the next level. When when you look at Casey's development, he
2: he obviously had a big bowl game last year in Tampa in the Outback Bowl, and then he has the unfortunate accident skiing. What was your what was your reaction when you found out that
6: uh, that he messed up his knee on the ski slopes? Um, I was very very distraught to say the least. Um, <laughs> Did you, know, you let him know it? Things happen though. Yeah, I mean, look, we've we've all done dumb things. You know, I I learned at a young age I, I shouldn't be out at a, a a ski resort skiing you know when when I'm trying to get to the NFL uh, according to you know my family and uncle Jim. so you know I learned that part maybe maybe some other things that took a little longer off the field uh, than normal, but you know you, you go through things, you learn from them uh and, and if you don't learn from them then then that's that's on you, you know so uh, obviously I was hurt, but i I'm so so happy and and thankful he's back he's he's playing, he's faster, he's leaner. I mean, he finally took started taking care of his body and started realizing, hey, I got to eat right if I if I really want to uh, be a force to be reckoned with in the SEC. And he, I mean, he's playing 100 plays on offense, 20 plays on special teams. I mean, the kid's not coming out of the game, and and he's showing he he can he can be long, belong in the SEC. And
2: and you want to talk about needing him to get healthy when he did. Obviously, it's disappointing to not go through spring and and summer workouts and miss the first part of the season, but. With some of the injuries that Ole Miss had at tight end, I'm not sure where they would be, especially at that position without him. Especially when, on top of that, you talk about all the injuries that they
6: had at wide receiver. No doubt, no doubt. He he definitely has came a long way. You know, the coaching staff didn't expect him to even be back this year. And you know, I think that that's a testament of of his hard work. You know, but but like I said, it goes back to eating right. You know, you got to got to have your greens. Got to make sure you're eating the right carbs. I mean, there's there's a plethora of stuff, I mean, seriously, that, that I really didn't understand when I was in college and, and now an, an unfortunate event that happened to him. And obviously I tore my ACL the last game of my college career. And, you know, like I said, you evolve mentally and physically, and I think that's where he is now. He's, he's really evolving to become, you know, a professional player at the college level. So when mom or
2: grandma said, eat your vegetables, maybe they were onto something.
6: something. They definitely were. But, you know, we we obviously stayed away from the celery, the cucumbers, you know, (laughs) the the ginger, the turmeric, the lemon. We stayed away from there just because we really we didn't really know the benefits of it until, you know, a a traumatic event really happened. And and I think it's not only physically, but it's mentally, too. I mean, it, it really clears your whole system, I think, you know.
2: Chad, I'm fascinated with your your family dynamic. You you have already mentioned your parents and the pride that they have, and you know, in watching you and in watching Casey through this. But obviously, you've got a close relationship with, with your uncle Jim Kelly, who was such a star in the NFL. What's your family dynamic like with 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 your parents and and with Jim, who you re, you know you mentioned uh, on a regular basis as well.
6: Yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, we grew up seeing my uncle take care of a lot of people, you know, um, mm-hmm. obviously his family and, and all his brothers and, and his wife and, and their family and even his parents, you know. Um, and so it kind of gave all of us motivation, myself and, and my brother and obviously other cousins that have played in college and and played well. But I think what separates, you know, uh us from different people is we saw the hard work that was put in that knew that we knew that the only way you get to the top is by hard work and dedication you know and um i I think that's really what it comes down to in the kelly name you know we're a blue collar family you know my grandfather was in the orphanage my my grandmother was um you know in in the service and, and stuff like that so you know, we we just kind of grinded it out and knew that if you worked hard, good things happen. And and my dad instilled that into us at a young age. And you know, unfortunate events happen, right? But at the end of the day, it's how you respond. Do you do you do you dwell on it or do you keep on getting better? And you know, I think that's where our whole family, uh, you know, the plethora of the uncles and stuff like that. That's really where where it defines who we are, you know, and our relationship with all of us because we all know that. That's what we're built on is is hard work, you know.
2: Did did you learn, Chad, things about your Uncle Jim, watching him go through the health struggles that he's had in recent years that maybe you didn't know just from watching him as a a quarterback of the Buffalo Bills and going to Super Bowls and the whole deal?
6: Yeah, uh, you know, I I, I honestly – I can't really remember him playing. I, I like I said, I, I was two or three years old by the time he retired. Okay. Um, obviously, I had had another uncle that uh, played a couple years in the NFL at linebacker. Um, you know, I, I think it was just growing up. You know, my uncle was treated like a king. You know, went going to four straight Super Bowls for for a city that had never been to Super Bowl before and you know I, I was fortunate enough to be able to train at the Bills facility as a, as a young kid I was able to be on the sidelines you know growing up uh, watching the Bills play and you know I went to all the home games every game never missed a game and it was just kind of like all right we're we're a football family and we're Sundays, that's what we're doing we're, we're going to the Bills game and we're watching it we're going to enjoy it we're going to tailgate we're going to have fun and you know that's kind of what I did was live and breathe it, and Uncle Jim, obviously going through you know the traumatic events he's he's had to go through, and you know it just gives you a little bit more motivation um to you know prove prove to him and everybody else that you want to be just like him, you know, but you know you, it's all about hard work that that's one thing that he's always preached, no matter what what the obstacles are, it's about overcoming and and working hard.
2: I'm curious, Chad, visiting with Chad Kelly, former oldest quarterback. Uh, on the Farm Bureau phone line, where you are mentally right now with your athletics journey. And I ask that because, obviously, uh, there are things that have happened in your time in the NFL that have caused you to not be on a roster at this point. But at the same time, you got to be watching the NFL this season. Maybe it's the Saints game last night or, or on Monday Night Football where they're struggling at the quarterback spot. And I know you've told me before, you believe you can play. So... Where are you right now?
6: Well, mentally it's it's definitely challenging, but I I was thankful that I had a coaching job at East Mississippi this year that I was able to mentally stay with it. Um I was obviously training with my quarterbacks every day, you know, footwork and throwing it and I would I would jump into drills and put my cleats on and and pretend like I was the guy out there, you know? So I think just at the end of the day, you got to stay ready. You never know when your chance uh will come and you got to be prepared at the end of the day so you know I, I i'm i'm in shape i'm ready to go and and what what i always tell myself it's like riding a bike man 20 yards does not change you know <laughs> yeah the, the hashes and the numbers might change you know as high school and college and nfl but 20 yards is still 20 yards when it's a 20 yard out route you're still throwing to that spot you know and that's kind of what i've kind of grew up on is throwing on an NFL field. You know, I mean, that's that's kind of what I've always envisioned myself. And, you know, I, I, I think that when my time does come, whether I got to go Canadian League or, or something else like that, I'm going to be ready. You know, I, I will be ready.
2: Busy with Chad Kelly. Do you look at a guy like Kurt Warner who took a uh, a path less traveled, you know, went through arena ball and I can't remember, maybe he spent some time in Canada as well, and
6: say you
2: never know when it's actually going to happen.
6: Yeah, I mean you definitely do. Um, I, I, you know, I never really was familiar with Kurt Warner until you know five ten years ago. Um, which obviously he's had a hell of a career. You know, he won MVP, won a Super Bowl, greatest show on turf. Um, there's obviously a lot of things he's went through and and been you know witnessed of. But I think at the end of the day, he persevered, and, and kind of that's where I'm at right now is persevering through everything, knowing that you still can play, having the confidence of knowing that you can do it. we got
2: more coming up with Chad Kelly on the other side of this break. I'll ask him a semi-difficult question to ask. Does he think that he has been blackballed by the NFL? That's coming up next. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We will be right back.
10: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 79. New Year's Eve, a 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 69. New Year's Day, 90% chance of rain and breezy, high near 80 degrees. And for your Sunday, sunny skies with rain and snow in the forecast, high only to 42. This weather brought to you by No-Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No-Drip difference is all about. No-Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at nodripms.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth and Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap. Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
1: With yours. Ace Bolt and Screw would like to thank you for making the choice to buy your hardware, tools, and fasteners locally. Ace Bolt and Screw has everything you need for every project.
21: Whether you're a do-it-yourselfer looking for the right tool for a home improvement project, an experienced contractor looking for hardware, or a major industrial operation looking to streamline your fastener orders, Ace Bolt and Screw would like to wish you a happy, healthy, and prosperous new
1: year. Visit acebolt.net or in person in Jackson or Gluckstadt.
17: This is Beth with the range by Jimmy Primo's here in Godstack. My daddy is on a deer hunt, so I decided to sneak in some extra sales to help you finish your Christmas list. Don't tell daddy, but you can get a 20% discount on any annual membership or purchase a monthly membership and receive two boxes of ammo free. Purchase any farm class and get up to 20% off. Don't miss out. And that's what daddy gets for going deer hunting.
15: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. COVID cases are on the rise, mainly due to the Omicron variant. 67% of new infections are because of that. State epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers says we're
16: into a fifth wave. You know, we did over 80,000 uh, additional tests last week in the state. Our percent positivity is raising. To, um, uh, about 11% now.
15: The Mississippi Department of Health is expanding testing availability in 11 different counties. For details, log on to supertalk.fm. The IRS wants Crooks to know they need to report illegally obtained assets as income. Jenny Casola with Fox explains. Whether you stole a car this year,
24: accepted a bribe, or were involved in any other illegal activities providing you with income, you need to report it when you file your taxes. As for Stolen goods, they need to be reported unless they're returned to the owner in the same year. I'm Kelly Bennett.
0: Taylor Power Systems is a premier manufacturer of standby generators based in Clinton, Mississippi. Taylor Power manufactures generators for numerous industries such as medical centers, municipalities, utility providers, data centers, water associations, and agriculture. If you need reliable standby power, give Taylor Power Systems a call today at 601-932-5674. This show was previously recorded.
1: Sports Talk Mississippi continues.
2: Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm supertalktv.com We're about 15 minutes away from kickoff for Mississippi State and Texas Tech in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl but right now we will continue on the Farm Bureau phone line our conversation with former Ole Miss quarterback Chad Kelly. All right, Chad, one more question for you kind of about your journey and I don't know if this is fair and forgive me if it's not and if you don't want to answer it, that's okay as well But but when you look at kind of where you are in terms of will you get another shot professionally, do you feel like
6: you've been blackballed by the NFL? You know, I I wouldn't say that. I would say that I've made some unfortunate decisions that maybe scare some people. Uh, You know, obviously things have not went my way a few times. But, you know, you start talking about mental health. You start talking about, you know, things guys go through um, in their life and, and revert to, to outside things. Uh, you know, I I think the past two years since I I was cut from, uh, Indianapolis, I've really took a step back and and worked on my mental side. You know, um, I found the benefits of using a hyperbaric chamber. I, I found the benefits of obviously having those those green juices and, and eating healthy. I mean, you really don't understand it until you do it for a period of time that you long lasting, see the benefits of it. And, you know, I've seen my body transform. I've seen my mind be able to remember things a lot more clear. Um, I, 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 now, you know, take a little bit longer to, you know, speak. Um, I, I, I listen before I, I speak. You know, I, I do a lot, a lot of different, different techniques now that I never really did. I used to just, you know, rush and my mind's going a million miles per hour, just like you know on offense, right? And, and, and when I was at Ole Miss, you know, it was a hundred miles per hour. How fast can we go? But you know, in the NFL, everything slows down. So you know, I just needed my mind to slow down. And and at one point, I I got a brain map done of like my mind, and and it actually showed that you know it was moving so fast that it was over, overworking and under analyzing. So, um, you know, that that's something new that that came out a couple of years ago with Sidney Crosby and I wanted to do it. And, you know, a doctor recommended this. And then, you know, I saw the benefits of a hyperbaric chamber. So I purchased one of those for not only myself, but my brother to recover. So there's just, like I said, there's a lot of me- mental things that I've worked on to feel as if, you know, Maybe that's what I I needed to work on more than anything.
2: You know, Chad, I feel like all of us, and and I'm raising my hand self-included, the the hope is that we grow and that we learn and then we we mature. I'm hearing a much different Chad Kelly, sorry to go third person, than when I was talking to you in post-game locker rooms in, what, 2015, 2016. Do you feel like you've grown and you've matured from a a place where you've been in the past?
6: 1,000%. You know, uh, a, a coach, you know, when when that stuff in Denver happened, uh, you know, I got an opportunity with the Colts, but uh, a head coach questioned me and said, I don't think you've hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, you know, I had mixed feelings about that, and I went home, and I think I cried. I, I honestly think I cried because I wasn't hired at that point yet. And I just remember, like, man, do they really think that I didn't hit rock bottom? Because that was probably the lowest time of my life when when that, that incident in Denver, Denver happened. And, you know, I just think that at the end of the day, you know, you go through things and, and you go through adversity. And you know what? Hey, if I have to take the long road, cool. And, you know, some people say, oh, he's he benefited off of having Jim Kelly as, as his uncle. Well, guess what? I tell you right now I worked – as hard as I could every single day to prove to people that that wasn't the reason why I've gotten opportunities and, you know, that's what it is. And at the end of the day, like I said, it's all about the mental side of the game because athletically, you know, I obviously am gifted with, with a lot of very good genes, you know, so, um, I just think I have to, you know, mentally get better and, and keep on showing that I'm I'm more mature, I'm, I'm smarter, I'm I'm more aware of the decisions that I make and and the things that I say.
2: Chad, I'm curious. When you think back to your time at Ole Miss, is there one game that stands out above all the rest? When when, when you just like the the first thought that pops into your mind about your time at Ole Miss, what is it?
6: Georgia. Old Miss versus Georgia. Really, I was I was completing passes. That it was like one hundred and twenty-five degrees that day. <laughs> it was hot, wasn't it? It was the yes. early game. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I, you know, I'm splitting safeties at two hundred and forty pounds, the most I've ever weighed. Uh, you know, I just think that that game, you know, I was completing balls. I I really shouldn't have been completing against certain coverages, but the ball was in the perfect spot and. You know, after that game, someone goes, Chad. Dan Marino said, "You can't defend a perfect pass." And from that on, from that point on, I just was like, "Yeah, I agree, I agree." So, and you know what happened the next year? You know, they were in the national championship game, so obviously they were still a, a really good team at that point. You know, what about the Sugar Bowl,
2: January first, twenty sixteen? That was a uh, a night that Ole Miss fans will forever kind of have in their memory bank as uh, I don't know culmination of success submitting your legacy what are your thoughts when you think back to the Sugar Bowl
6: the game itself or the week
2: you go wherever you want to go with
6: it <laughs> well i just you know i i just remember two days before the game i had went out to eat with my my family and there was about 20 of us and they they took us to some restaurant and all of a sudden i'm ordering fish and next thing you know they bring a whole fish out and I'm like man I've never <laughs> ate a whole fish I mean they're the head the tail everything and I'm 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 curious cuz I don't know what to do and I just remember the next day I woke up and I was sick to my stomach I didn't eat one thing that day before the game and nobody really knows that really and so you know yeah and they gave me you know everything to try to get me back right and I woke up that that morning of the Sugar Bowl and I was feeling all right but man, when I got to that game and I stepped into that Superdome, something just hit, and I was like, "Man, I'm ready to throw the ball 100 yards right now." And you know, from from the first interception of the game, I was like, "Here we go, here we go." So that's that's kind of what it was. <laughs> I was feeling good at, at, at that that time of the day and
2: and I'm just kind of thinking back without going back and looking at the box score the game was never like super close it was not a night where it felt like the outcome was ever in doubt did did you guys kind of have that feeling even going in uh
6: you know I don't I don't know feel going in obviously yeah you're 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 prepared you're anxious to get out there and prove what you've been practicing for the past month but I, I think at the end of the day we we just kind of were like, hey, we got to roll these guys, so let's roll them. And it, it got to me throwing that first interception. Next thing you know, we're we're throwing it, you know, man-to-man coverage the whole game. I mean, if you're playing off quarters and you're playing four push where it's man-to-man backside, I mean, we made a killing off of that the whole year. And, you know, we finally started doing some things where we left the tight end backside to know if it's man or zone and took advantage of Evan one-on-one with with a backer or, or a corner being lazy. So. You know, I was I, w- I was excited once we kind of started rolling, but r- right after that first interception I knew we were going to we were kind of going to roll these guys.
2: Did um did, did you like the play call and the the throwback behind the line of scrimmage to Laramie? Did you know that one was going to work?
6: Yeah, I, I I thought it was going to work. I saw it at the corner of my eye right when that DN came crashing, not crashing down, but he came up the field super hard and got lazy. I was like, "Up, oh, here it is." And just had to make sure it was it was a throw behind, and it happened. So yeah. it was. It was a hell of a play call. Hell of a play call.
2: No, no question about that. All right. When you look at this matchup, Ole Miss, Baylor, final game of the twenty twenty one season, going to be on January first of twenty twenty two. What are you looking at?
6: I'm looking at how many points we can score, and hopefully it's more than another team. But I, <laughs> no, I, I think it'll be a good game. I, my brother said they got some pretty good players. Um, I know the quarterback's pretty good, and and obviously Dave Aranda was at LSU when I was there, I believe, and obviously he's he's put some players on the field and and knows what to do. So it'll be a good matchup. I'm I'm looking forward to it.
2: All right, last thing for you. More difficult from a, a nerves standpoint, sitting in the stands, watching Ole Miss, watching Casey play, or when you're on the field and you've got some level of control with what's happening?
6: I don't think there's nervousness at either, or honestly, I really don't you know it'd be different if my brother was a quarterback, obviously my you know my mom and everybody are like, oh, a quarterback's a little different, but you know my brother's a a big physical specimen who you know he just he makes plays you know and and i just I just love seeing him out there, you know, blocking people, catching passes, running routes it's just it's fun to watch him out there, not not more or less nervous.
2: Chad, so good catching up with you. You've been generous with your time. I hope we can do this again. Wish you nothing but the best, and
6: really thank you for your time. Likewise. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Go Rebels.
2: That was Chad Kelly joining me earlier today on the Farm Bureau phone line. Really enjoyed that conversation. Got some nice insight into kind of where Chad is right now, what he's thinking about the future. I did go back and pull up the box score from the the 2016 Sugar Bowl, 48-20 to 20 the final. Chad Kelly was 21 of 33, 302 yards passing, four touchdowns, one interception. He referenced the interception. Also ran it 10 times for 73 yards in the game. So, 200, or 375 yards of total offense and four touchdowns. Ole Miss led that game 34 to 6 at the half. At one, t- at one point, they were up 48 13 and one at 48 20. We will wrap things up with you next. Just minutes away from kickoff for the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Memphis, Tennessee, as Mississippi State and Texas Tech are about to get started.
17: This year, don't just get ready. Get holiday ready with Ford. And the best place to start is at your local Ford dealer. Whether you're getting out to the mall or getting off the grid, we've got a Ford SUV that's perfect for you. Or check out America's best-selling trucks, Ford F Series. Inventory is arriving daily, so get the season started off right and get our best offers during the get holiday ready sales event at your local Ford dealer. Best-selling claim based on
10: 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales.
25: Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. Whether you want to learn Spanish for future travel plans, French to connect with extended family, or maybe German to land a new job, Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you'll actually use. All you need is 15 minutes a day and you'll be on your way to confidently speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel is designed by real language experts using a modern conversation-based technique that makes learning fun, engaging, and best of all, memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then sentences gradually get more complex. Soon you're practicing short conversations about real life topics. And with 14 languages to choose from and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships and more, you'll be sure to learn what matters most to you. Babble. Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com.
14: Trust Care Kids in Madison now offers the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. Every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., just walk in or schedule an appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Our expert team of pediatric specialists will have you in and out in a jiffy. It couldn't be any easier. TrustCare has led the way in COVID testing and vaccinations. Let us be the provider you trust to keep your entire family safe. That's trustcarekids.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better, faster.
22: here year with a special
23: invitation to join us weekday morning 6 till 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson
0: 97.3. This show was previously recorded.
2: Here it is, the final time that we will talk to you in the year 2021. I don't normally do nostalgia very well, but I feel like the last segment of the year uh, sometimes becomes a little nostalgic. Richard Cross and Brian Haydad with you. Borky's had the week off. Look forward to being back with him. And so Heydad, we have our um, our Super Talk family, but I feel like we've got our extended Sports Talk Mississippi family, who are all our friends. So let's see. We'll, we'll just drop this in the background. Thank you for being a friend. That's right. Travel down a road and back again. That's right. Your Thank you for being a friend. Are a you Dorothy and I'm Sophia? How does that work? Uh, I'll just be Blanche. She seemed to have I'm the most
3: fun.
24: All right, then. So that
2: makes Borky Dorothy
3: I
24: hope and it Will Easton
3: will
26: stay
24: Rose. Which <laughs> is
3: fine because he's,
26: he's not very small. Oh!
3: Oh, a parting shot. I got him. And this is pre recorded, so you can't take one back.
23: I uh, win.
2: All right, so I'm kind of being a little funny, or at least as funny as I'm capable of being. But we love being with you. And I probably only say this once a year. Hopefully, in the new year, the phone will stop ringing in this studio while we're on. <laughs> Maybe not. Look, I owe a thank you to our bosses, Steve Davenport, Kim Dillon, Will East, and it, and it's kind of a multi-layered thank you. First of all, I think I kind of got the coolest job in the world. I get to host this radio show every day. I enjoy, believe it or not, I enjoy working alongside Brian Haydad every day, and even enjoy working with Michael Borky. And occasionally Will East. Um, but the biggest thank you is that... Sorry, I'll kill the music. That probably is getting annoying. There we go. I, I wasn't aware there was a second verse to that song. <laughs> it's four minutes and 30 seconds long, actually. I had no
3: idea. I thought it was like a 30-second intro to yeah. the Golden Girls, and that was it.
2: Yeah, so um, the real thank you is our, our bosses, Steve and Kim and will have given me the flexibility to be able to do this show and also chase a secondary dream that I have which is my work on television with ESPN. And the last 18 months have been weird. I mean, it's been start and stop and it's been work from home and it's been, you know, travel some, but but they have kind of embraced that and allowed me to have the freedom to say sometimes on short notice, "Hey, I need to be out today." And it's really, really cool. that They could very easily say, hey, Richard, you got to pick. You're either a radio host or you're a TV guy, and if you're a TV guy, good luck with that. But they've not done that. They've given me the flexibility to do that. And so for that reason, I think I got the greatest gig because I get to do all the things that I really, really love to do, which is talk on the radio and talk on television, and it's all about sports. And I would also say thank you to Brian Haydad and Michael Borky, who – because of their talents and their willingness to do this, give me the flexibility to do some of those things as well. So, thank you. But more than anything, thanks to all of you who listen to this show. We talk all the time about you know all of your interaction on the C Spire text line and on Twitter. I'm not sure that's really representative, though. A ton of you text us and, and interact, and, and we so appreciate that. But the anecdotal interactions that we have when we're out and about, when uh, you you, you talk to a man or a woman, young or old, or somewhere in between that says, hey, I listen every day. Hey, I listen when I'm in the car. Hey, remember when you said this? It means a lot to know that we're not just talking into a vacuum, that you care, and that you listen. The guy that I bumped into walking into the hardware store at 11 o'clock in the morning the other day, who said... Hey, man, I was just listening to you. And I'm like, it's 3 o'clock. That's when the show starts. And I was like, oh, podcast, on demand. You care enough about what we're doing that you're going back and listening to this at your convenience? That's really cool. So, big thank you. Hey, Dad, I took up almost the entire segment. I'm happy to let you say thank you or whatever you'd like at the end as well. Ditto. Oh,
3: that's so well said, my friend. There you go. Thank you, Richard. It's been a fun year. I look forward to another one with you. It, uh, and Morky, wherever you are,
2: yeah, yeah. I don't. You got a prediction for 2022? Like one outlandish prediction? God help us! It's going to be better than this year. <laughs> I am so disappointed in you. I gave you the opportunity to make one big bold prediction. You want one? And you did not say that Mississippi State was going to win back-to-back national championships in baseball. There it is. There it is. They're gonna do it. You you didn't make the prediction though. I had to I had to like drag you to that.
3: What I what I just got was Richard Cross just predicted Mississippi State to win back to back national.
2: No, I was trying to help you. Uh, trying to help you with your uh, with your people. I think it's gonna be a fun baseball season. We got it. Uh, shockingly, uh, some pretty good teams in the state of Mississippi. All jokes aside, thank you. Thank you for being part of Sports Talk Mississippi. We look forward to sharing the year with you in 2022. We will obviously react to the Sugar Bowl when we come back with you on Monday. For Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Have a great New
21: Year's Eve.
1: There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.